0: Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Harry Potter in Review. That's right, we are ranking and reviewing every single movie in the Harry Potter cinematic universe. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by Andy Cortez. <laughs> I swear, Kevin just discovered
1: something new about this. The intro, the camera is it
2: always all jittery like that?
1: Oh, I didn't see a jittery. He just oh, went, he so- just went oh.
2: <laughs>
3: oh. Did you see
2: what I'm talking about? Like, nah, I, I like at the looking. end, it goes like this. Nah,
0: just see. a tiny, just a tiny bit. No, okay. didn't see. Talking we talking about how cool we your got Kevin are? He's real hyped up. No, <laughs> he's I'm drinking fine. some purple drink. It's red. More of like a red drink.
4: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> You know what? It's definitely not purple. purple. I would say we can compromise and say (laughs) pink. Tim's been out (laughs) of drink.
0: (laughs) No, I'm back. It's it's Tuesday. Did you miss it? Did you
1: miss it? We're doing games daily, and Tim is reading this news, and he's like, "Here's this brand new news article that came out August." Second. <laughs>
0: and his mind is just like, where am I? Like, what year am I in? Oh, man. It happens. It happens. It, was, uh, it was some time traveling shit. We got Nick Scarpino. Poor and it is. Won. CZ. The
4: patented CZ Poor. There it is. There oh. it is. Oh, you hear that hiss? You hear that sizzle? Uh, it's tasty. This won't oh. be the only one we get through. This is a longer movie, I feel like, the even though it was shorter than out. everyone else. <laughs> it was the shorter
3: second <laughs> shortest Harry Potter movie, but yeah. It took me two cents. It's had a
0: lot going on in it. This is Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, released on July eleventh, two thousand seven, directed by David Yates, Mind who will break. go on to, to direct a whole bunch of other movies, uh, including Half Blood Prince, Deathly Hallows Part One, Deathly Hallows Part Two, The Legend of Tarzan, yeah, <laughs> uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him, Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald, and Fantastic Beasts Three, Four, and Five. Man, I yeah? really like this guy. I was unaware. There was five of these. Yeah, they're on.
5: really going to stretch out this fucking story, whatever it becomes. God damn it.
4: Dude, is, did we know that? Yeah. No, I did not know that. And that's disheartening, to say yeah. the least. <laughs> I thought it was a trilogy. No. I would assume that they would just cap it off at the old three. Considering the last one was a jumbled mess, we were like, what the fuck is happening? Take out this? this old dog right. out back and just I, I'm take it for lie. one last walk. You I know spaced what
2: out mean? there for a little bit. I got an email that I was reading. Uh we talking about Fantastic <laughs> Beasts? I mean, there's five of them? Yeah. You guys didn't know there was five of them? No. Oh. Yeah. D- they haven't even announced when the third one's gonna happen.
0: How yeah, twenty twenty one it just says now.
6: You're
2: right. There's no date mm-hmm. on it though. And it's just like what come on, let Whatever. us know.
0: Whatever. They're not good movies. Um budget of hundred and fifty million dollars and a box office of nine hundred and forty million buckaroos, Nick. It's a lot of money. It's almost good. almost a billy. Yeah, buddy. Order of the Phoenix became the sixth highest grossing film of all time. By the end of its theatrical run, um, and <laughs> it opened to a worldwide five-day opening of $333 million, 14th of all time, and grossed $940 million, like I said, second to Pirates of the Caribbean for the greatest total of 2007. Caribbean, that's right. Caribbean. 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 Yeah. It doesn't Caribbean, matter. It's Caribbean. the same. It's yeah, right. You say tomato. I say Caribbean. Deal, with, true. It. Deal with it. Um, as always, we're going to avoid future spoilers, but what did we think about this movie
4: before we get into that plot? I'm shocked that everyone didn't like this movie. I, I, I mean, I thought it was fine. I don't think it's necessarily the best of the Harry Potter films we've watched so far, um, especially if you've read the book. there's It, it, it kind of clips by at a very, very fast pace, which I think does a disservice to the material, because mm. like, I don't think you really understand how bad it was at Hogwarts with, under Unbridge's rule. And until you've read like 200 pages of all the shit that she puts these kids through. Which is so validating when Fred and George do what they do. And then when she gets her final comeuppance at the end. Um, but I didn't I didn't think this was as bad. I don't know. We, I, I, I didn't f- know anyone thought it was bad. I'm i just fucking around. I found oh, this I, like, I, I, You I guys were talking beforehand like movies. this is the worst movie. I was like, I don't think this well, is the, the worst, worst
2: movie. I think this is the worst movie out of all of them. But I really like these movies. It, just in the sense that like this wow. one is like slower... And I just don't enjoy not enough Christmas in it personally. <laughs> got it. The Kevin
4: Cloe Christmas scale. <laughs> see, I see. I like this movie. I, I mean, I like the book. Um, and obviously, if you're if you've Nerd. read the books, you you always have like your favorite and yada yada yada. We saw a lot of people last week who were like, "This God, what's my favorite book?" People were like, "Ask me, what's my favorite book?" This is one of my favorite books. Um, largely because this is where Harry really, really comes into his own. Right, where like we get the great scene where Hermione he's like, We need someone to teach us defense against the dark arts, and Hermione's like, Well, considering you're the only person that we know who's ever fought a bat, a dark wizard, like you're the best person to teach us, and then even visually, he slowly goes from being a student. To then wearing like the he wears like the, the sweater that his dad like would wear or that Lupin would wear in yeah, prior like things. Lupin. So he Dope. starts looking more like a professor, and then he actually turns out that he's actually a good teacher. I, I, I love that. And I love the transition from Harry being like a student to being like, now I'm a leader, now I'm actually the person that people talk about, like me being. Having Luke- not read the books at all, I enjoyed the hell out of this
0: movie. Yeah. yeah. I good. thought that like, yeah, compared we'll to the movie. last one, um, the goblet of fire, where I was like, that's the one that kind of turned for me where I'm like, I like this. These two remind me a lot of Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets, where it's like, I feel like Chamber is worse than Sorcerer's Stone, but has some better moments, Mm -hmm. and I feel the same way here, where it's like, this doesn't, there's no moments that are that hype, but there's a lot of good throughout it, like a lot of things that, that happen, and a lot of just character development, and a lot of uh, I love the whole Harry, like kind of teaching the the kids and the way I thought the Umbridge stuff came off really well because okay. I, I have nothing to compare it to. It's just I'm like cool, I get it. They're fucking taking over, and I love the idea of the government coming in to take over the schools, the sort of fascist and, regime, and it's that's just so so interesting and something I didn't expect these movies to go into. Yeah, that's um,
4: good.
2: I was just gonna say the the ending battle is like fucking amazing. It's awesome. It's, and great. it's
0: great to see these
2: two full blown wizards going at it. As hard well, as not possible. only that, but
4: you get that great scene right beforehand where we actually see what it would be like for Aurors to go against dark wizards like Death Eaters, and it's just like no. The, I mean, the, the one great thing I like about that is, and they've touched about it. They touched on it a little bit when uh, Harry did the duel with Malfoy back beforehand, where he's like. Don't don't say your spells, yet, all that stuff. You you notice that none of them are actually saying spells. They're just oh, yeah. throwing out well, shit. Yeah, it's the and the scene, yeah, you're right. The scene we get to, which was I think I alluded to the very first episode of this show, but like there's a moment in the book where you turn the page after one chapter and the next chapter is called The Only One He Ever Feared. And it's it starts with, with Dumbledore coming through the flu. And like seeing Voldemort, and they just fucking
6: dude, go at it.
4: That and it's thing, not even like, hype as fuck. Dude, and like then, so and then the order, or the Phoenix
0: comes. You're just like, all right, motherfucker. I just need,
1: I needed Yoda flipping around.
3: But
2: just a lot of people don't like Attack with Clones. But like this is the first time we saw Yoda fucking actually have a lightsaber and use it. And it's the same thing where it's like we've dude, heard so much a, about
1: Dumbledore. Now we actually sort of see right yeah. seeing
2: like him doing this giant. What, the, the, the bubble that protects him from the shards of glass tournament oh to sand oh my god the glass sand. thing was
1: yeah, like,
4: so that's going to be in your hair you, all see, you all see in his weird. eyes yeah, you yeah. see in his eyes at one point it. though that he's like I can't keep this up forever like in Voldemort does the same thing where they're like they have met their matches but at some point you kind of get the feeling like like Voldemort might overcome him but there is that great Fucking part. The choreography in this scene is so good. One thing I want to draw attention to is there's no music in this scene. It's all diegetic. Oh, I, I love, love that it. part. Awesome. It's so dope. And then two, there's that beautiful moment where like they're going at it, and the choreography is just so cool because as he like whips his wand, Voldemort comes and he breathes fire, yeah. and the, the basilisk of fire comes out, <sighs> and then it's just this like almost a ballet of you versus me versus you back to you, and then he takes the water to the fire and all that stuff, and then sand, and then just done. And then he's like, I finally realized that I can beat you because I'm in Harry's mind. And you're like, oh, fuck. And that's all that part plays so beautifully. And with the main theme of this film, which is like, Isolation and whether or not Harry should go out on its own, and the one thing that makes him different than Voldemort is that he has friends and yeah. that he knows love. Our yeah, knows friendship, baby, and it's so good. And
1: we get those New really cool well, cutaways. Man. We get those rea- uh, uh, really cool <laughs> moments. <really> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like like
4: horrible, two, horrible, you is very, good. I, yeah, terrible. very good I saw tweet. that and I was like, I bet Andy is gonna yeah, have a problem. That, that is that <laughs>
1: is Peter Parker going in front of the screen, <laughs>
3: just standing there.
1: <laughs> that, that is that exact moment. Uh, I. I felt kind of um, the same way I felt after Gob- Goblet of Fire, where I, I didn't feel like I loved it or disliked it either way. It was just kind of like, there were some really cool moments. There were some moments that felt slower. Um, I still don't think I, I like this as much as Azkaban still. That's Whoa. like still my number one. Um, but yeah, there were. I, I think it was kind of slow in some moments. Um, but they do a great job with, I think, Harry's character development and sort of... You know, you see that struggle at the beginning. You see him struggling with his friends and his friends want to be there for him. Ron and Hermione desperately want to be there for him, even though they know he's going through a lot of shit. And and I love that they stick with him regardless because, you know, he's struggling and they're like, what do you need, man? And he's just like, I fuck, just leave me alone. And they're just like, all right, whatever you need, dude. Yeah, we're here for you. And they stick with it. And he sort of turns around and is like, you know what? Like, I need to. Th- that's what I need I, uh, I forgot who tells him that like look Voldemort wants you to be
4: isolated who tells him that uh, Luna. Uh, Luna Luna yeah. Luna's like yeah. I want, love that it's yeah, a great. scene if I were Voldemort I would want you to feel exactly how you feel right now great isolated moment of dialogue. and that's yeah. the moment where he realizes fuck I have friends I can't do this alone yeah. and he even talks about that too which is great like there's the great scene where he's training everyone and they're, and they're, they're trying to convince him in the, in the Shrieking Shack to train them and he's like you guys have to understand like I've been through this shit it's not like what you think I most of it was luck most mm. of it was me just just fucking like, hap- hap- and then he finally realizes that like, yeah, it's luck, but it's also because he's got people around him that can help him. He's got a team, mm-hmm. and, and it's like it's so, it's 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 not like other stories where like Superman just realizes he's super powerful and then he can just punch through it, right? It is really, the, and from this point on, it really is the ensemble of people that help. And, and that, that mix of people is what allows them to succeed, which is the strength of the Harry Potter franchise in general.
0: In a lot of ways, I feel like this movie is kind of set up and, and filler, but like not bad filler. I feel like it's substantial filler as you go where it's like building the world mm. towards the finale that we're going towards and like kind of the transitional period from the last movie where it's like, I loved how much they cut the fluff from this. Like, a lot of things that I've complained about the last couple of movies, just straight up not in this movie. Does Draco even have a line in this movie? No. Fantastic. You know, I love it. And then uh, Dursley's, Dudley, Dursley's. Dur- the Dursley shit handled great, I thought. Didn't this take what, long, it's one of my favorite was, openings to a movie. And it was mm-hmm. cool shit. With the Dementors coming, I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, this fits into the world. Like, immediately, it's, London didn't feel like a, a joke. It didn't feel like it was the, the roll doll totally outside of the world of the magic stuff. It felt like it was the same world for the first time in these movies, and I, I enjoyed that a lot. And I thought that the way that they didn't have weird Ron moments, like Ron doesn't make a face this entire movie.
4: Yeah, you know, doesn't he like, though? But no. he also, but Ron's also coming into his own too, right? Because he he's starting to realize he's that being he's being that not supportive stupid. friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's he outsmarts the guys at the end, although we don't really see that scene. But and Hermione's like, "Oh, that was pretty clever of you." And he's like, Thanks. "Oh, right, he you mentions know. it. Yeah. He's like, I'm a, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to help as well.' Um, but more than that, Ron is also sort of like Harry's." Totem in this, where he's like, I'm gonna, like, he is always the one that's like, I got your back. Some would say he's point. becoming the Samwise to this
1: franchise right now. Nick. Who Samwise? <laughs> right. I do love that line at the end, though. Of I, like, there's some good in the world, and it's worth fighting for. I was like, that's fucking Lord of the Rings, bro. Come
0: <laughs> on, <let's laughs> come on, come on, come <laughs>
2: on. Come on.
1: Ah, ah, ah.
3: I do want to
2: add, like, going over stuff right now. It's definitely making me more like mm, this movie's a lot better than I'm, I'm giving it credit for right now.
4: Um. I, yeah. I was. I'm also just gonna give a quick shout out to Harry's hair in this. Yeah. Way better. Best Harry's. Do, so do, do you want to Do you want to rank it yeah, right now? Right, right, right. Yeah.
1: That couple is looking fresh, but the style is hotter. It's time to rank the hair of Harry Potter. Um. You think this is number one? I think it's. number one. I think it's, think number it's still one. number two I think behind. Uh, I think his hair is Azkaban. Really? Yeah. Because the Azkaban had more of that like. The cool, um, like whenever you watch uh, anime and like the main character always has the coolest hair. He, he had like that kind of, me- but that's also just more my vibe, sort of the messy kind of spiky anime vibe. Azkaban is still number one. I, I, like, like, I like this because I feel like clean clean cutness it, it of fits it, yeah. him
0: best. Like hmm. him being the teacher guy and stuff. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's your role. Fucking suck it, Harry.
1: All right. Well, I guess I'm unvoted. It looks like Order Phoenix comes in <laughs>
0: number one.
4: Cool. I like your new song, by the way. (laughs) Thanks, man. Because there's no abs in this, so we can't rank abs. No, we can't. There are wigs, though. Are there?
0: You know what? Let's just fucking cut to it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is it a wig? I don't know. Wigging Out with Scarpino. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> back to Wigging
4: Out with Scarpino, ladies and gentlemen. Your own one and only podcast that covers the wigs in movies. Uh, I'm your host, Nick Scarpino. With me today, I guess, is Tim Gettys, who yeah. had a problem with a lot of the wigs in this movie. No, no problem,
0: no problem. I just saw this and I got but a little, is, little is fun fact. Back a little like serious face?
4: fact for you here:
0: uh, Jason Isaacs, who plays Lucius Malfoy, referred to his wig as his Paris Hilton wig. We didn't even know it was a wig until now. Uh, so I was it is, wig. Com, oh, really? But there it is. He has That's all I mean. blonde hair. I assumed it was a wig. Yeah, I just assumed the actor. I assumed his wig,
4: Trelawney's wig. Uh,
0: uh, You've changed Gumbel my life When it comes to wig. wigs
6: before. Unless you <laughs> I like opened, like opened your eyes, branches,
0: <laughs> but <laughs> I you opened your, your also eyes, made bro. You think like, are you crazy? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Who's Trelawney?
1: Trelawney's uh, the, the, Emma, Emma Thompson. Emma
2: Thompson, which I think is crazy.
1: She looks so good, man. But yeah, so 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 funny. That's Trelawney. Yeah.
2: All right, let's get to the plot. Yeah, yeah,
1: librarian, why not? Um, uh, Greg's not here but worry not Nick will tell us the plot. That was
0: your most sexual one yet. i trying uh, to be uh, more mystical with it. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs>
3: what <that>? no, <laughs> Alright, the plot.
4: <laughs> you seem to be laboring under the delusion that I'm going to, what was the phrase? Come quietly. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the plot. For Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, and let me tell you something: Dumbledore, just a bad motherfucker mm-hmm. in this movie. Oh yeah. all, around, all around, all around, all around, breaking, breaking the start, rules
1: and shit. Just yeah, still winking, still waking with the best it. of them. Oh
4: god, I love it. Uh, we start, of course, with some eerie tones and the Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix logo, uh, through which we push to reveal a glowing over Is this in the, the first
0: time that we hear the the actual Harry Potter theme when it's opening? Mm-hmm. No, I think the last one we heard that. Okay, we? the very. But it was this is the like first creepy. time that it hit me where I'm like, oh, it's a Harry Potter movie. Let's go. Because uh, I, I think think all of them start like that. I don't think they I think do. They do. Or they're at least not like yeah. that bombastic. Like, you I, feel well, like this was one was. This one was. In now.
4: It's worth noting that this one was, I think, like super minor.
5: Yeah. Yeah. This one felt way more subtle yeah, uh, and quiet. less bombastic than I would say Goblet. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, sorry, I, meant, I just
4: meant minor tones, but I might be thinking Goblet because I think yeah, Goblet this one's pretty
0: straight on. This is the theme song. Goblet had
4: it too. It might have. Harry is of course sitting in the world's most broke ass playground. I don't know what's happened here, but there was a drought London, in London. Man, they need to figure some. They got to figure out. some shit out. There's like three dead bodies behind uh. him. Fun
5: fact for this, I, I think I noticed that this time around, just for the the movie setting, I think this is supposed to be the same park. That he was at when he first sees Sirius um, as a dog uh, in Prisoner of Azkaban, when the um, behind
1: the bus or whatever.
5: Yeah, when the bus, the bus like stop. comes and picks him up, I think that's supposed to be the same part It looks different though, it's yeah that totally cool. was like a park on yeah. the side of a
4: road, and this one's like in the middle of a fucking cornfield that's yeah. been burned out in the during the Dust Bowl. Yeah. Either way, uh, Harry's looking at a mom playing with her kids, one of which way too old to be playing on the swing set, but whatever. Uh, her mom's like, come on, we got to go home. This weird kid's looking at you. And he's like, oh, I wish I had a family, but I don't have a family. <laughs> the closest thing I have to a family is Thug Dudley, who's going to come up right Thug now. Dudley, We're going to call him Thugly good from name. now on. Big old Thugly oh. has come up with his boys. Yeah, uh, He kind and- of, uh, like, definitely
1: a little bit of a character change that I didn't, like... I get why they have to do it or whatever, but at Azkaban, uh, at the in, beginning of Azkaban, I appreciated how they kind of made him just seem like this sort of, like, idiot, like this sort of uh, oblivious idiot when he's, like, watching the TV screen still, mm-hmm. even though his aunt is, like, flying up in the air, mm-hmm. and, blo- I, and I thought, like, I thought, as a kid, I remember thinking that Dudley was going to continue to be sort of, like,
4: this sort of... Bland, like, yeah, this dummy, this sort of dummy that just kind of hangs around that
1: might say, uh, like, might be an asshole every once in a while, but it's still, like, kind of just dumb as
3: shit. But this one is totally
0: just bully as fuck. You you clearly don't understand what happens to white boys when they turn 13, (laughs) they just. Immediately turned into thugly. Oh yeah,
4: <laughs> it's thugly, man.
0: Yeah. And thugly,
4: of course, starts giving Harry shit because he's been screaming in his sleep. Don't kill Cedric. And man, they're just mean about it. So and he's got up. all of his boys, and they've all discovered basketball shorts, which I think is just a rite of passage for yeah, all, all kids in general. Mm-hmm. Just shorts it's that go right, right down to your to feet. You got nothing going. Otherwise on. known as pants, like really baggy pants. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no is, is this the not the one
2: where they introduce his nickname, Big D? I, was gonna...
4: no, I don't know. We're not going to touch on that? Big D. No, yeah, I didn't that, that's that. I his nickname. I didn't catch it. There's
2: also like book reasons that Barrett may get. It's the into only later. redeeming
4: thing about Dudley, of course, the no. Dudley no. then brings Harry's mom into it, which we all know is a trigger for Harry. Like, man, don't talk man, shit about man, Harry's parents. It, we know this because the wand comes out, and Dudley's like, "Oh!" And by the way, really hard to look. Like imposing with the wand, yeah, it's happened a couple times this movie where Bellatrix is like holding it at someone's throat, and you're like, it's not a knife, it's just a stick of wood. And I know that you're gonna, you have curses that can destroy people, (laughs) but it's not scary when you pull someone's neck. It's just not. Um, I love that. Of course, uh, before Harry gets a chance to blow Thudley's head off, uh, the sky turns dark and it starts getting cold, and Harry realizes, of course, what's happening. So he grabs Thudley and they run like motherfuckers. And they just run,
0: which is weird. Like I feel like at some point, what are they running from?
4: Yeah, Harry I think, knows. I, didn't
0: care him, yeah. I
1: Yeah, I think. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know he, if he knew Dementors are coming. No, I he just knew thought something was coming. I just thought, he just he knew thought something, something was coming. Yeah. yeah, like let's get the fuck out of here, Dudley. Like this is not good. I've been around shit like this. Uh,
4: they run into a uh, like a storm drain area where there's lots of cool tags. Uh, hopefully, it's cool Greg can tell us who those Psycho. people are. Uh, <laughs> and then everything gets real cold. We start seeing the breath, which is the telltale sign of the Dementors are coming. And Harry I looks got, over, fucking hyped. Uh, this man. is
0: I'm like, let's go come um, to me Dementors! and they're freaky they've they they skulls this time, this
4: time Nick. yeah they're they're not in their little garbs anymore they took the thing off cuz it's hot no it's but i think it's i think one, they <laughs> are <laughs> i think they're still in the garbs, but i think they just
5: redesigned them they just
4: them. pulled it back they were like but, we but don't yeah, mean, need i like the
3: think they much. made the like,
5: skull. they made the hood just a little tighter to like wrap more around it looks hella tight yeah. like it's
4: just on their skull it's really scary super they start giving harry the dementor's kiss uh they start oh thanks bud. Uh, they start giving uh, Thudley the dementors Sorry. kiss, uh, and then thankfully, oh Harry tries to do the Patronus, scares one of them away. The other one grabs him, uh, and then I think wait what did I just stick with my notes here? He shows oh that's the, right he does that cool thing where he he hits one with the Patronus and then whoo, like whips it around to the other one. Well, it's even cool.
5: it's even cooler in the book where he like talks to the Patronus itself. He's like go get it, and like the Patronus goes and it's like Oh fuck that's dope. Really Everybody cool. know their Patronus really are?
1: Cool. Yeah I got mine this weekend. was really? a Bengal tiger. Yeah. No,
2: know you know what is it isn't, you liar
3: <laughs> do, the,
1: do the test don't do your tongue that way yeah that, <laughs> that some nasty bug crap shit i it's did i did tiger. mine this weekend it's a dragonfly <laughs> get the uh, fuck out let me see that's it that's lame yeah that's 15 no but it's like uh, it's a like coenobite cool. no, cambrian it's pretty really cool i like it i love coenobite yeah, yeah. cambrian
0: they their logo is a dragonfly you do it simply i don't know what the fuck you motherfucker you go to Pottermore and
4: get and test for your your patronus what your patronus would be mine's a bengal tiger it's not
6: Tired, uh, of course uh, Mrs. Mrs. Fig Mrs. Figs Mrs. Oh, Fig shit, Mrs. Fig you,
5: dude. Yeah. thank you so to go back to my note about why she like why I think it was dumb she was cut out the first movie because it is kind of a big reveal that yeah. this lady who's babysat Harry for his entire life oh my has really been a part of the wizarding community like she he Fucking thought she squid, was a dude. muggle But then she's really like a squib who's part of the wizarding community. And it's like one of those things where they revealed in the movie and it's like, oh, like it's a big deal. And it's like, no, it's not because we don't know who this character is.
0: Dude. Fuck. I'm right. I look at am Like this, a big problem I have with these movies is they just introduce characters. I'm like yeah. you should have introduced them so much mm-hmm. earlier and yep. just built it because they, and they, they treated that like a reveal. And it's yeah. like this ain't no reveal. That's a <laughs> weird looking lady. Who well, the
2: but fuck she, is
4: she? But she didn't really play that big of a role in this in the movie but, so, like That would have I
2: feel like I that would have made it sense. I, I feel like it would have added more because it is like this is a weird reveal that if you know in the books it is kind of cool. But like, like
4: If I'm not mistaken in the books He like hated her right because she was Kind of like totally different and in this she like flips It she's like let's go and he's like what the fuck Are you talking about and she's mm. totally different When she comes to save him she's like I'm right or die Right now yeah. but she had been playing like this weird Neighbor character that was kind of weird And like kind of yeah. fucked with him a little she, bit
5: She like kind of was a bad, She was undercover she was like a bad babysitter on Purpose because she yeah. knew if the Dursleys Found out that he was enjoying his time over there, they like they would They, stop. they would yeah. wouldn't let her like babysit him. See, him.
4: Well, I mean, I do remember that part, that reveal in the book being like, oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, no, that's I cool. I don't remember her being that big of a part of the first couple books. I think they only make mention to her a few times, right? Maybe once, uh, she shows up like once or we twice. If just just seen her yeah. before, yeah. it would have yeah. been like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah, yeah I, that would have been a cool reveal. Um, Can you imagine
2: how awful it is to be a squib in this world? Like, yeah. born to a magical family, no magical powers. Yeah. It's uh, like Izuku
4: Midoriya.
1: Dude, dude, just like that. That's your herd story.
4: Uh, Harry, of course, brings uh, brings uh, (laughs) uh, Thudley home in a state of complete ill repair, or as uh, Uncle Vernon calls him, Yumpy. He's Yumpy. He's Loopy or Yumpy, which is the word. I was like, Yumpy. And then I, I turned I on the like subtitles. It. That's what it said, Yumpy. So that's what we're going <laughs> to do. I love Uncle Vernon in this because the actor's gotten a bit older. And he's just eating something out of the fridge with a giant spoon and never puts the spoon down. And he's like, that's it. You've done it this time. And he doesn't really care anymore. And Thudley's kind of fucked up. I and love seeing fun. the directors Thundley. are
1: like, you know, you're not supposed to be like, he's just doing it anyway. They're like. I guess it's just part
4: of his character. Right. Uh, Of course, before uh, Uncle Vernon can reach his limits, his full limits, uh, an owl comes in and drops a note off in the ministry. Uh, They have evidence that Harry has done a Patronus charm at 623 this evening in the presence of a muggle as a clear violation of the reasonable restrictions of underage sorcery. He is expelled from Hogwarts. Hoping you are well. uh, Mafalda Hopkirk. Uh, who was a character that I thought was interesting. I thought this should have been... I thought at first this was Umbridge, but it's not. It's a completely different character. Yeah, why? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, And then Uncle Vernon just looks at him and
3: goes,
0: Justice! (laughs) great. (laughs) But he's still holding the spoon. This whole scene up till this point, I thought was a dream sequence. Because it was weird that the Dementors came to London. And like, with all that. And also, the colors, we've never seen... Those bright colors in the Harry Potter movies before. Mm-hmm. Were they the, bright? Weren't they, the they like dull yellows? He has a very no, interesting. I mean, it's like, like the colors the house, themselves, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. And all of it, I was just like, it was interesting. And then him getting expelled, I'm like, none of this seems
4: right. But then they committed to it. Oh, and yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Um, of course, that night, Harry has his first dream. Uh That is, and his hair looks fantastic. I just wrote that note down here. Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I'm such an idiot. uh, Harry has a dream of his hair being really long and bad. Also, Cedric dies. It's a flashback from the last movie. Uh, When he wakes, he hears something outside of his door, looks down, the key starts to slowly turn, he grabs his wand to defend himself. I thought it was was too. Until the door blows open. And we reveal the baddest group of motherfuckers on the planet. Mm. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's Tonks, the real Mad Eye Moody. Kingsley Shacklebolt and uh, a couple of the other ores, uh, who I think we never really see again because maybe they died on the way to the thing. I don't know. There's just two people in the back that I, I kind of wrote their names. Down, so, I don't one know, girl I don't know who plays the Wildling. Well, what's that? No, she plays no, the yeah, no he already said
2: that. It's Tonks. That's Tonks. Uh, it's Tonks. Uh, it's big uh, Tonks.
4: Fun fact about Tonks her hair changes color with her mood, which I think is cool. And she also can just change her face and all that Apparently, stuff. in the books, her hair was pink.
3: Mm.
0: and they changed it to, like, purple and shit because they were like, in this movie, pink is on bridge. Like, we can't be fucking around
4: with That's that true. That's sad. I respect that. Uh, Moody, of course, calls for their wands and tells them not to break ranks if anyone gets killed, and I love this, by the way, because... <laughs> so dramatic, I love it. I think in the book, they made a bigger deal out of Harry being like, oh, I've never actually met you before, because yeah. prior to this... You other Moody was yeah. a totally different person I so this was the first time him. they actually met
5: I think it, yeah he calls him Professor Moody and he's like there's no need to call me that I've never been your professor yeah, never it's like, your oh professor. yeah that's weird Interesting. to think about. so yeah they
4: have a weird relationship where they actually have to get to know each other because the, f- the yeah. year prior actually wasn't him and uh,
5: uh, really quick uh, something I left out last week is uh, the fake uh, Moody actually gives Harry the advice of hey you should look into being an Auror because you, I think you have like what it takes to do that but then it's he also reflects in this one where he's like that's weird that a uh, Death Eater told me that in disguise. So, just little things.
4: Hmm. Fun fact: uh, they they uh, they fly through London like Superman. Uh, and so unnecessary.
0: Go, it's like, hey, it's fine, you right? know, let's let's you know, be not show our magic in public. Except let's get as close to as many cruise yeah, ships th- as possible. Uh, yeah, but they're oh, like, hidden. forget what you know. They can't forget see what, them. You, forget you, know, what Tim. you know. You also, right, also don't Andy. know if they're
1: invisible. They're yeah, invisible. Right. Think you're about right. that. Definitely not. Also, can right. we
2: just take a moment to talk about how fucking cool Moody's like broom is? Like he, I remember it. He sits in it like a motorcycle. It's like a Harley, he's mm. really he got his fucked up round. leg. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, whatever. I don't care. There the was a fun it. fact
0: that they're like they had to like make a weird ass broom because he had a weird ass leg.
2: I think it's really cool. I think it might have a little seat on it too. Good for I him. might
0: have a seat. A little on side coaching. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Either mm-hmm. way, they're flying through London. We're seeing Parliament. We're seeing all these fun things. And man, it just really makes me want to go to London. Uh, thankfully, if you go to kindofinity.com slash events, at a certain point, we will tell you where our meet and greet is going to be on November 23rd. Uh, so you guys can keep an eye out for that. They arrive at a normal looking, nondescript building until Moody racks his walking stick against the ground and the building starts to stretch itself apart. Of course, the muggles inside are none the, none the wiser for this. Uh, but I love this. I love that this is part of the magical world where, like, this house just happens to be. In a normal building, but nobody knows it because they're stupid muggles and wizards, <laughs> and, wizards. and they have no idea
1: like that. You know, the, the fish tank is all crazy,
4: but they're just sitting yeah, there they watching just don't TV. Know, and I love it's that really cool. they're just watching TV as everything's everything. Forget going what you on. know, Tim. You know, sirens in. Uh, Harry walks into the brownstone that looks like it's literally never been cre- cleaned. Uh, sorry, we'll let that go, go. Imagine
2: by. elf cleaning it.
4: We hear an oh yeah. Yeah. And then we hear an argument come the kitchen. Harry catches a glimpse of Sirius Arthur Lupin and I believe Snape's in there too uh, before being interrupted by Mrs. Weasley who tells him to go up and wash up for dinner. Uh, she's doing her best to put on a happy face, but we're starting to get the feeling that things aren't so good out there in the Wizarding World. Uh, Harry heads upstairs and runs into a creature who is at this point we don't know what this household is. They haven't really revealed it to us, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it is the black family household and, and uh creature is the house elf, and he does not like the people that are in here. No. Uh so much so that he is having a conversation with a woman behind the painting that's been covered, who you assume is the mistress of the house, and she doesn't like the people in here either. She's like, These are just fucking scums, scum of the earth, and they need to get in creatures like,
6: I know my pretty, I know my pretty
4: but like in a better way than the other. I seriously did that. Just um, one um, sock, please just give me a sock. Just give me a couple <laughs> socks. Give me a couple socks in an hour <laughs> to this shit out. Uh, Harry heads upstairs, and uh, let's see. Uh, Harry uh, goes upstairs, where he is greeted with a big old hug from Hermione. Uh, Ron's there too. She tells him that we're at the, uh, the headquarters of the Order of the Phoenix, which is just the coolest name on the planet.
1: I'm always like kind of surprised how in some, I guess, Goblet started this way too, where it's it's interesting to me that they sort of start off in similar areas, like Ron and Hermione and Harry. Yeah, I would always think that. I would like to think that they would all just show up at Hogwarts when the time comes, but they're always kind of like.
2: Well, I, I think it's like the first three years that they all meet at Hogwarts, right? And then, then they had the World Cup, and now they're doing the secret weird meeting thing, right? Well, it like, is weird that Hermione is there. Why is Hermione there? Yeah, well, Ra- Ra- Ra makes sense, makes
4: sense because by. the Weasleys are there, and Arthur's kind yeah. of on the. He's Arthur. She doesn't want to uh, be with her Muggle family. Come that's on. fair. They're dentists. I, I, I think uh, dentist. there was
5: something in the book where she had like already gone on vacation with them, and yeah, they had like decided to like have her go over there for a bit. Is this like, not it, the it's one where all, she, it's all she all for chose not purposes. to go? I get it, Yeah. Well, it's I mean, just yeah,
4: still you weird. Get in spot. <laughs> the, the, the main characters. Of course, Harry's mad at them for not telling him any of what's going on. They have written a letter to him all summer, and then they were like, well, it's not our choice. Dumbledore told us not to, made us swear, not to tell you anything, because he didn't want to get you mad, or I guess, <laughs> I don't know. I feel know. like at this no, point, it's...
2: stop expecting letters for summer. Yeah, You know, like, it's never happened. Like, people don't let it happen. Just stop everything you known
5: the, the reason Dumbledore didn't want anything in posts was uh, to avoid um, letters getting intercepted by the enemy
4: copy that yep. the dark lord uh, also yep. probably and I'm just speculating here but I'm assuming Ron and Hermione made out lots uh, before Harry got there because Ron's tall now and so we can finally contribute something to the relationship uh, <laughs> what we, is wrong with I hate you? him I
3: hate, no, I hate <laughs> him too I hate him too
4: <laughs> uh, Fred and George operate in and they're like hey we got this cool new thing that we made that we can go listen to the conversations happening downstairs so <laughs> they've, they, they put an ear with a on string on it. on it which is great of course uh, we're learning uh, that Snape is a part of the order which is cool we also so learn cool about as something. Fuck. It's awesome. We also learned about something Expiamis. that, that uh, Voldemort is looking for that he never he didn't have before. Uh, but before we can really kind of uh, get some of those details, Crookshanks comes up and just bites, just snaps the ear right off the thing and takes it out. And I like it as it's playing with it, you're hearing feedback like it's mm-hmm. a speaker, like it's it's like. Kind of fun little, little like the two production that. There. There's,
1: there's different ways to like go listen in, guys. <laughs> like you guys are wizards. it has got to be like a. it has got to be a better where way. The, where are the invisibility cloak. Well, what
4: are. I like about that is it starts to set up Fred and George's like little shop mm-hmm. they got going on where they're making all their things, uh which is cool. Just like daddy. is this the first
0: time we saw the apparate? Thing?
4: This is the first time we saw them apparate. Yeah, because they're of age now where they can legally. Apparate. You've seen people yeah. apparate all apparate? the time. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. I, if Anytime I'm not they mistaken, I think. In. <laughs> You have to be like a senior or yeah, a junior you to be you able have, to
5: operate? You have to be of age, which is 17. Right. They, they don't really like get into any of it. Driver, uh, yeah. But yeah, like they, they have like uh, kind of like uh, classes for it, I think, in this year and next year. Yeah. And then you have to like go through a test mm. and whatnot and get approved and all that stuff. Can you operate anywhere? Uh, not at Hogwarts. Not at Hogwarts. Yeah. Hogwarts blocks. has
4: spells <laughs> who, uh, that don't allow you to.
5: And like, uh, yeah, anything with like protective charms and spells, like you can only operate there if you know the place. Uh, and like weird, like kind of rules like that.
2: But Tim's uh, elves can operate wherever they
4: want. Elves are very powerful. You yeah. know, their one weakness.
2: They love
6: being <laughs> slaves. <laughs>
4: I was gonna say socks. Uh, um, just the gym sock. They see that and they just lose all control. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, 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 creature wand. sock. Uh, I at understand. Dinner, Harry is reunited with Sirius. Uh, he's told that the Ministry uh, of Magic is uh, has a good on, goods on him, and they call him the Boy Who Lies. Now, apparently, there's a smear campaign out there. Uh, the Ministry of Magic at the Daily Prophet. People are just are, are not trying to believe him that uh, uh, Voldemort is back and he's like why and uh, why why is Cornelius Fudge doing that and it turns out that he will do anything to avoid facing the terrifying truth that Voldemort is back he just won't he doesn't want the public to worry about it so he's just going the opposite direction with it which seems kind of silly because there's a lot of evidence that he's back but I get it. It's political. Uh, they believe Voldemort is after something. Something he didn't have the last time. Mrs. Weasley stops uh, Sirius from telling Harry what that is. And so you, you say uh, one, you say anymore, and you'll have to induct him into the order to which Harry's like, sign me the fuck up. I'm ready to fight. Everyone needs to stop lying to me. Stop not telling me shit. And just realize that I'm the only motherfucker that's taken out Voldemort, not once, but twice. Yeah, Kind of that last time. Yeah, not really. Yeah, I had, really. I had the spirit out, of my parents yeah, yeah. to help me. But like, I like, I faced it off it again, three times I faced off this motherfucker. I once love when I was a baby, um, once when he was part of Quill's head, and then this last time. I love the little back and forth between um,
1: Harry and <laughs> Sirius, where, you know, Harry's like, I'm ready, let's fucking do this. And, and then
4: and Sirius gives him that little wink, like, Yeah, yeah we'll get you in here, Yeah, let's fucking okay, do it, dude. Yeah, I got you, son. Like, Sirius is like, like dude, come on. Like, he's like the uncle that's like, cool shit. Can, you're 12 years old, but he's like, you can drive the Jeep. Yeah. You know, right? Yeah. See, you're cool. you can you can, like you know,
1: gene. you can drink inside the house if you're not gonna go outside. To I'd just, rather you drink in my house on just the weekends. Try a
4: beer, man. Yeah. Everything's cool. Uh that night Harry has another uh, dream. He Voldemort it so creepy? is whispering his name, <laughs> and we hear uh, the echo of Hopkirk's voice expelling him. Then we hear Mr. Weasley talking in the kitchen about uh something about the entire wizen Wizen Gamot Gamot. Yeah, which I don't know gamot. what that was a reference to, but I just put it in here. Uh that's okay.
2: that's their like um <laughs> It's like the Supreme Court. Yeah.
4: Cool. It, it's all the people that make the rules. Yeah. Okay, so presumably those are the people who are going to put Harry on trial in the next scene. Mm-hmm. The whole gang uh, takes the tube. Mr. Weasley yeah. seems to not know literally anything about how the, the subway works despite being in charge of that division in the Ministry of Magic that specializes in Muggles. It doesn't matter. Uh, they had, uh, he looked like me when I was in London last year. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was just like,
1: what, I, Tim, do you have right. the money? <laughs> I, gotta, <laughs> I
4: was so confused, dude. Uh, they head to a one of those classic red phone booths uh, which is the visitor's entrance to the Ministry. Put money in and it slowly lowers they made to the ground when uh, they exit. Oh, we see the entrance to the Ministry for the first time. It's a massive hallway of fireplaces uh, connecting incoming witches and wizards to the Ministry via the flu Network. Uh, also, shout out to all the black tile work they've done, Great. In there, which I think is dope.
3: Great, I just think it's really cool looking. Yeah.
4: I think it's dark. I think it's ominous. I think it's clean, and I think it's just perfect so for the for the for the Ministry, especially the one in London. reminds me of Control. Great game. Great game. You've been mm-hmm. liking it a lot. I've been mm-hmm. following you on Twitter. Uh, more newspapers. You see more Remember newspapers he asking didn't
2: follow if, you on Twitter like three months. Instagram. Oh, Instagram.
4: <laughs> I still don't follow you on Instagram. Uh, more newspapers asking if Dumbledore is good or dangerous, and there's a giant banner of Cornelius Fudge looking kind of like noble, but also a little bit totalitarian. Uh, they get in the elevator with Shacklebolt. Uh, he tells them that they've changed the time of the hearing. It's in five minutes, which is like a shitty min- move you from bitches. the Ministry. Uh, and we don't know why they would do that. Why would they move that up? But we figure it out in about ten minutes. When Dumbledore comes really in. Really cool. Uh, they get, uh, oh, I just see. happen
2: to be here three hours three early. Three hours early.
4: Yeah. Oh, by a happy mistake. Yeah. Uh, before they enter the courtroom, they see Lucius uh, talking to Cornelius Fudge, presumably buttering him up for uh, Harry's expulsion, behind which there is a door that will play in uh, later in mm, uh, mm. Uh, in the third act. Uh, the hearing commences and Dumbledore comes in like a motherfucking boss. And he, he announces himself, which I love. With his He's seven names. Or Albus, whatever. Percival, Wolfric, Brian, Dumbledore. Which is just the best. And he uh they were like, Oh, you got the message that the hearings were moved up. He's like, No, actually, I missed the message, but by a happy coincidence, I arrived at the ministry three hours early. Isn't that crazy? And I love this character trait of Dumbledore because he never gives them the satisfaction mm. of like telling them that I outsmarted you. It's always like, Oh, it's just happenstance. But in reality, you're like, I have people gotcha, fucking bitch. everywhere, and you cannot pull shit over on me, but I'm gonna kill you with kindness it's sort of like uh, when Jean-Luc Picard talks to the Ferengi you know what I mean there's always that like you know like he's very diplomatic even though in the back of his mind he's like I'm gonna fucking at some point blow your ship up he's gonna get the Ferengi I'm gonna blow your ship up
2: Uh, we get the same thing when he's talking to Dolores in like five minutes when she's like excuse me like it sounds like you're accusing the minister and he's like it what? does am I oh I mean only them uh, they could do it
4: yeah. interesting well I, but no but, but but you remember correctly he and that's how the scene progresses they, they're they obviously putting Harry on trial for using his Patronus and uh, <laughs> Dumbledore's like hey kids are allowed to use magic under dire circumstances and they're like well we don't believe a Dementor was there and you don't have any proof and they're like as it stands we do have proof actually and enter Mrs. Figgs who is a complete moron uh, but complete manages moron. <laughs> to get across like she thinks she has a vote at the end too, which is very very clever uh, they were like "Well, oh, this is the best part they're like well, can you describe what they look like? She's like, well, one was tall and one was tall but fat, and I'm like, not the kids, you fucking moron, <laughs> the Dementors. Oh, and then she has top. the horrible, eerie line where she's like, it's it, everything went cold and dark, and then it was as if all the happiness had gone out of the world, which is just terrifying. Well, didn't they always? Didn't they re- repeated that from yeah, Azkaban? From, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's
1: true. Uh, of course, also, Umbridge- I don't
2: think she. I don't think she could see it.
5: Yeah, they don't. They don't really um, go in. I, they might mention it in the movie, but yeah, Squibs. Since can't they don't have the magical power, can't see, actually can't see Dementors. So that was like kind of Fudge's argument against like her word it was like, ah, but they can't see uh, Dementors. So like, but they can feel it. Yeah. So. It's like, it, it's all hearsay, you know? Oh, okay. I, I, really I was wondering, like, how
1: did she know that line when she was like, don't, I put, away, that line. don't put away your wand? Yeah.
2: Because They might they come back. Might come back. Right.
4: Well, I. I just feel. I don't know. Uh, either way, uh, Cornelius Fudge says the odds. Like this is. Dementors don't randomly attack muggles. Like the odds of that happening. The odds of them finding a, a wizard in the wild and attacking them is ridiculous. To which Dumbledore goes, "Yeah, you're absolutely right." Which means they weren't there by coincidence. At which point we get the first of the throat of the throat clears. And it's just every time, every time you hear it, you want to so kill it. I hate her she's so much. She's so good she's at making so you hate her. Good at fucking like, perfect. Yeah. Uh, I I I wrote the actress's name down uh, later just to give her a shout out. But that actress is fucking plays this perfectly. Also, and what fun she must have had doing this. The the wardrobe choice, like the, oh, even in this when she's, pink she's in the collar, the, yeah, up, the like, little pink like R B G, like a little yeah. little little extra. It's just <laughs> it's so well extra.
2: done. So well done. Uh,
4: of course, she says. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, she tells them that the dementors are under the control of the ministry which means that if someone ordered them there then are you accusing the ministry of ordering the attack uh to which again I like this bat, this cat and mouse game Dumbledore doesn't say yes he goes absolutely not which is why I'm sure the ministry will launch a full scale investigation into how they got there uh which is just sort of like a checkmate right uh checkmate and it's then of course movie. She was like, well, who would order that kind of attack if it wasn't? It? And Dumbledore's was like, look, it's clearly Voldemort. And clearly he would do that. Uh, he wants, and he was trying to get Cornelius to understand at this point, this is the one point where he does break character. Uh, and then Amelia Bones calls for a ruling, uh, those in favor of convicting him. And it's pretty much just Dolores Umbridge. Everyone else clears Harry, including Mrs. Figgs, who like raises her hand, even though she's just <laughs> doesn't, doesn't realize understand. she doesn't get a vote. Uh... <laughs> Harry's clear, but when he goes to think Dumbledore, Dumbledore just bounces out on him. Flash four, we're at platform nine and three quarters, and the gang's all there, including Padfoot, who is just walking beside him, and everyone's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Again, just dude, you want to drive the Jeep?
3: Have a beer. It's fine.
2: <laughs> but, he's just throwing uh, caution no to the no winds. No one knows he's Padfoot, right? Like there's such Oh, I guess Peter Pettigrew probably told everyone. But,
5: well, yeah, yeah there there's a moment in the book where like Malfoy kind of like Teases, uh, yeah, and, that's Harry, why, and yeah. like Harry's like, fuck, he knew that that was serious black. Yeah.
4: yeah, uh, they have a touching scene where they go into a small room, and Sirius gives him a picture of the original Order of the Phoenix. Uh, and he was like, a few of these people have been killed, and then talked about the Long Bottoms, how they got the worst of it. Um, and he's like, Look, man, and Harry's like, Is there going to be a war? And Sirius, like, it, it says, It feels like it did before.
3: Yeah, Which it's is really scary. Like, I, really I fucking chills.
4: Chills. scary. I, yeah. I, I that. feel
2: like um, giving him that photo and then explaining that like most of the people were dead is such a fucked up thing to do right before you're you're about to leave. You just be like, "Hey, here's I a photo of school. everyone. Your parents died, yeah. Yeah. but see, his this. parents went crazy. This guy got killed. Uh, Moody's fucking crazy. Like, I know you're yeah. gonna learn about <laughs> grammar." <laughs> That's like best
4: case scenario, you wind up like Moody. Yeah. Worst case is you wind up like long bottoms the other person that died. Uh, or uh, your parents. Or your parents who got murked. Uh Harry makes it to the train while he's uh while he walks through the crowd he sees uh, Dumbledore in just a, or excuse me, Voldemort in a dope-ass black suit. Dope-ass suit. Some parcel tongue and like Harry wakes Slenderman. up on the train car. Yeah. Looking like Loki, man. Uh, with Hermione and Ron. Uh, we're at Hogwarts! And as they get off the train, Ma- uh, Malfoy gives them shit. Uh, he got tall too, so it's like, damn, dude, how come everyone grew except for Danny Radcliffe? Do you think it's the steroids? As the carriages pull away, I don't know. He's,
3: He's not even muscular. He's trying to go get buffed up. <laughs> uh,
4: as the carriages pull away, uh, we see one carrying Cho Chang, and she looks back. And then uh, Neville steps up and says, "What's up?" And he got tall too. And Harry finally sees what's been pulling the carriages. We're starting to see a theme here
3: with.
4: I'm just saying, it's not fun to go into your third year and realize all your friends got taller. Yeah, it, it does really suck. It's fucking horrible. I've been there, man. It's it's, yeah. it's like, how tall I was Tim before? Oh like, my God, tiny, dude. Right? He went from a normal
2: person to six feet tall. Stupid. It, and his brother's it was like nine feet tall. God, Sucked. I hate him all. I, I hate all you tall it. people.
4: Tallies. And guess what? <laughs> I
2: stayed 4'9. Cool, <laughs>
4: Great. That was great. I've been there. I've been there. Uh, of course, Harry, for the first time, sees what's been pulling the carriages, and he's like, oh my god, I've never seen these. What the hell are these things? Hermione's like, no, 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 they just, they're pulled by magic. He's like, no, it's a terrifying zombie pegasus. <laughs> it's a pegasus. fucking death horse. It is a horse with wings, and it's
1: terrifying. It looks like um, a mountain World of Warcraft that you unlock later on. Yeah, of course, there's a, there's a person
4: <laughs> on the carriage that can see those things as well, and we get introduced for the first time to Luna Lovegood, uh, who she can see them too, and she's weird as fuck, and Hermione accidentally calls... Calls her Loony Lovegood, which so is funny. sad. Yeah, it's so like, funny. dude, leave her alone. She's
0: weird as fuck. She's, but also she's so endearing. I we're, love her. We're just gonna call her Lovegood. Like we're just. Like, J.K., That's her love on, goods. man. That sounds like it. She's na- the Love is Fucking was naming characters. Hell yeah. Luna Love good. It would be Love Good. It
4: sounds like a Kiss uh, song. Uh, sex Good and Let's Get It Fuck's On. Good. with
0: the Yeah. <laughs> Socks
3: Good. Uh, oh my God. Why?
4: She's wearing a necklace and Harry's like, oh, that's a nice necklace. She's like, it keeps away with the Nargles. And nobody knows what the hell a nargle is. She's so, She's so weird fucking as fuck. weird. The callback uh, at the end is really funny. Dude, I love it. I love it. Uh, in the Great Hall, of course, Dumbledore gives the opening announcements. Uh, Hagrid is on temp leave. And the new defense against the dark arts teacher is none other than Professor Dolores Umbridge as he starts talking as she keeps talking she clears her throat and it interrupts him because she gets up to give a speech and man we just want to just she's like I hope we can all be friends and then George, and George are like that's not gonna, that's oh, unlikely um, and she makes it clear that progress for the sake of progress is not what she's all about we must perfect what can be perfected and prune practices that ought to be prohibited uh, to which point everyone's like oh this is not going to be good and then Hermione <laughs> Uh, Hermione lays it out. What's going? on? Everyone's like, "Where's she come from?" And Hermione's like, "You are all fucking idiots. Do none of you pay attention? This means the Ministry is interfering in Hogwarts, and this is the beginning of the end." Uh, back in the common room, uh, people. Uh oh yeah, people are reading the Daily Prophet. Excuse me, I have a lot of abbreviations here, and that one just said DP, and I was like, "Are you making a joke there?" Uh, the, <laughs> the Daily Prophet, which accuses Harry of being a plotter instead of a Potter. Fun little pun on her. And then Seamus of all people. Fucking Seamus. Fucking Seamus. Oh, like, great, let's give him something to do. Gives him shiz. The man didn't want him to come back because Harry, hey. And then everyone's like, fuck you, Seamus. Was, yeah. was that your choice? <laughs> oh, <whatever>? Harry,
3: Harry, <laughs> hey. That's my choice, Harry. I, that's my I really like
2: well. uh, Harry like, fighting back and being like, oh, you're going to have a go at my mom. And it's like, I'll go have a go at whoever insults me. Yeah. You wanna, and it's like,
5: it's good it's for the you. It's funny then, ass line. But then you want to talk stupid about stupid awkward ass stances, mom. though? Like the fucking, you were talking about the last movie where like, Harry was like going up he's against Voldemort and he's just kind of like standing there. This exchange is just like the I give me something, give me some blocking or some shit instead of them just fucking standing there.
4: Stand, They're angry, dude. They're using their words. Getting
5: each other's faces or something.
0: <laughs> like a normal fucking 15-year-old
4: Exactly. Uh, of course, Ron, Tall Ron comes to his rescue. He was like, hey, nobody- Tall
0: Ron, <laughs> we're not going to do this. He's thing. like, you know what? Harry fucking... <laughs> Big Ron. <man, word. laughs> I, I doubted
4: Harry last year, and you know what? That was a mistake. I got Harry's back now forever. I believe Harry. You should believe Harry, Anybody too. Anybody else want to go out to Harry? Yeah. like, I love that. Yeah. Like, so, bam, bam. And he's yeah. like, watch out, I'm mini guy. I'm Tall Man, dude. Watch out, mini guy. <laughs> and grabs Harry. He just pulls him up. Like, oh, him. He's like, hello, let's go up to the door. Let's go up to the room. Ooh, we're getting one Nick, milk. can
2: you roll your other sleeve up, too? I can. I uh, upstairs, Ron tries to calm <laughs> Harry
4: down, but Harry's like, "Dude." You just don't fucking get it, man. He, uh, he's like, I'm fine. And Ron's like, I don't think you're fine. He's like, I'm fine. So Ron leaves the room. Uh, Harry has another dream about a weird orb that's being held in the ministry. Uh, and then we are in the Defense Against the Dark Arts class uh, with helms by none other than Professor Dolores Umbridge. The kids are trying to catch uh, an enchanted paper bird. It's like cute. They're having fun. It's like the first day of school. And then that thing just ignites in fire, just like their hopes and dreams yeah. forever to being able to defend themselves. Who could have done it? Um, And she introduces the students to the owls, which are the ordinary wizard levels. And I thought a a fun piece of trivia that I saw here uh, when I was watching the movie was that the uh, ordinary levels are a real thing, Mm -hmm. which I didn't know. Ordinary levels? That's like a real... Oh, there's a whole other thing yeah, right there. I didn't yeah. realize that. Well, you know what? We're it's a it's long. It's fine. You'll get there. Uh, evidently, in in the UK, the ordinary levels are like the uh, are like a test, and then they yeah, have the, the advanced levels, like the star exam, like oh, the SATs. Okay. So they just um, added a W in there. So they just you just put the wizard levels wow. in there, and it works out real well. Isn't for that them? fun? Listen, man, you're not the only one that can do trivia around here.
6: Oh, 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 oh. He's putting his He's putting putting the
4: microphone in sleep. <laughs> I don't know why, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, it's
3: a show of strength. Uh, Dolores, of course,
4: gives them all the Defense Against the Dark Arts books for beginners. And, man, it just looks like a kid's book. It looks like- it's curriculum straight from the ministry, which is basically useless. It's theory- And she says, look, we have all decided that a theoretical knowledge is sufficient for getting through the owls, which is all you guys need. Then Harry's like, well, what about Voldemort? And she's like, there is no Voldemort. He's like, he's out there, and she's like, you get detention, basically, because you're just an abstinent little kid. And I'm kind of half on her side because he's like speaking out of turn and not raising yeah. his hand.
1: LOL. Uh, the class She reminds it, me of like Kellyanne Conway and Sarah Huckabee like mixed together. Did you say I was LOL, thinking LOL instead of IMO? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I did.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Let's see. Uh, as Harry persists, she gets the tension and then she says, See me later in my office. And then we go up to her office. And I'm conflicted about this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's have a second here. Let's have a second here. Uh-huh. Because, for one, it is all pink. Mm-hmm. But, two, there's a lot of cats. <laughs> and we've hit the point plates, of cat on saturation plates. on the plates saturation. where I'm like, I Great think tip. Joey would love this room. That's how
2: I felt. I like that she, like, because we've seen this room now multiple times before, we've seen it with uh, blonde. Uh, Prince Charming guy, uh, Gild-
4: no, Gilderoy. Yeah, Gilderoy, we saw Gilderoy. We saw
2: Lupin. And we saw and it with Moody. But it looks totally different right now. Pink. and I really like that she like decked it all out. Yeah, they went all in with these you cats, know?
4: and it makes me go like, I would, I would just drop a little acid and just sit in this room yeah. for a while and let the cats just consume me. <laughs> I don't like
2: Dolores, but I respect her. I respect her.
4: I respect. Her. I respect her commitment yeah. to the aesthetic. Yeah. I'll just put it that way. Uh, it's all pink. Here enters and uh he's like she's like, You're gonna be writing some lines today. And he's like, Well, I didn't bring a quill. She's like, It's okay, I have a quill. And then and she's like, it's a special quill. And he's like, where's the ink? She goes, you don't need ink. And as he starts writing the line, uh, I must not tell lies, uh, that starts getting scribbled in his fucking left hand. As, as, the he, of his left as long hand as it takes rock. for it to sink yeah. in. Yeah, he's like, how many should right? write? As long it as it takes so for it to sink in. So fucked up. And it's twisted. At this it point is. in the book, you're like, whoa, this is really fucked up. And then you see the movie, you're like, well, wow, it translates pretty more fucked up to the screen.
2: A lot of pride. He could have just been, like wrote it once and been like, oh, no, yep, yeah, that hurts. I'm out of here. You, you won.
4: Yep. Uh, this is a point where I made a note that her, uh, the actress's name is Imelda Staunton, uh, and she's just so fucking fantastic in this role. She just, you, she, you just hate her, mm-hmm. but and she's such a powerful force on screen. It's fantastic. Uh, back in the common room, Fred and George are, are selling their wares, uh, things that will make students sick to get them out of class. Yada, yada, yada. So we start getting more introduced to that. Uh, Hermione spots Harry's hand and tells me he needs to tell Dumbledore. And Harry's like, nope. Uh, Dumbledore understand. has enough. What's that? He ain't no snitch. Hey, he's not a snitch. Uh, also, Dumbledore has enough on his plate. Uh, she's like, you got to report this, or at least tell someone about this. And he's like, it's perfectly. It's, I'm not doing it. Uh, she's like, it's it's simple. He's like, it's not simple. Nothing simple. You guys don't understand. I'm having a crisis. Leave me alone. He walks away again. Uh, seasons change, and Harry writes to Padfoot. Uh, in spite of being at Hogwarts, I feel more alone than ever. Uh, Harry walks to Hagrid's, but no one's there. Uh, out in the forest. He sees one of the zombie Pegasus is flying around, uh, and he follows it, and he finds Luna hanging out with a herd of them. Uh, she's shoeless, and he's like, "What happened to your shoes?" She's like, "I don't know. Someone stole them. Probably from the me. Warbles." And she's like, "They're playing a joke on me. Probably maybe the Nargles. We don't oh, know." Nargles said Yeah. The wrong word. Uh, she's mean. like, you "I'm," gonna, blame and then, her. To, to which I'm going to blame it on that useless fuck, Seamus. I think he fucking did it, and I think he needs to hang by his fucking toes for a while. Seamus you giant piece shame of on shame. You. I don't
2: think so because shame is Gryffindor and she's uh, Ravenclaw, yeah, right?
4: I know, that's a good point, my theory. Uh, <laughs> you, you, yeah. Uh, Harry tells... <laughs> you uh, debunked me. <laughs> uh, she tells Harry that the creatures are called Thestrals. Uh, and She says they're very gentle creatures but they get a bad rap because they're uh, they're a bit different looking. And I like that because obviously it's synonymous with uh, with Luna and with Harry at this point too. Uh, they're, just, uh, they're both sort of um, misunderstood creatures. Uh, she's like, he's like, why can I see them you can't? She said, well, they can only be seen by people who have seen death. And we learn that Luna Luna's mom died from an experiment gone wrong. Uh, thankfully, she still got her dad. Uh, and she's like, by the way, for what it's worth, we both believe you that Voldemort is back uh, and we're on your side. And Harry's like, well, you guys must be the only ones because I feel really, really alone. And she goes, well, if I were you-know-who, I would probably want you to feel that way. I'd want you to feel cut off from everyone else because it's if it's just you, you're not as much of a threat. And that's when Harry starts to realize, like, shit, I really need my friends. Uh, that's when he goes back. I need an order of Hello. the Phoenix. The army. Uh, He goes back to hang out with Hermione and Ron. Uh, Outside, Professor McGonagall and Umbridge are getting into it uh, about uh, Umbridge's... uh uh, disciplinary practices. Professor's like, you can't do this shit. And Umbridge is like, are you questioning me? Because if you're questioning me, you're questioning the ministry. Uh, and things are about to get a lot fucking worse at Hogwarts because I am taking the fuck over. And she orders Filch, who is more than happy to do this. And I love I love the character of Filch because he's like, yeah, fuck these kids. Uh, to put the first of the proclamations on uh, the wall outside of the Great Hall. This is proclamation, uh, educational decree number 23. Umbridge is named High Inquisitor of Hogwarts. Which just sounds terrible. Uh, Dumbledore uh, is out. Uh, Fudge is given Umbridge power to address the seriously fallen standards of Hogwarts. She goes around keeping kids, and then we have a little montage. She's keeping kids from snogging. They might as well played Strange Things from yeah Toy exactly. Story. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Jay, uh, she's
4: interviewing people. She tries to get Trelawney to to predict something, and Trelawney just can't because she's she, such a. It's it's sad. Uh, Later that day, Cho tells Harry uh, they're kicking Trelawney out. All the students watch as Umbridge kicks her just to the curb. And she's like, what what am I going to do with all this luggage? And she's like, I don't fucking care. You're useless. And on this point, I'm like... It's like time, keeping her around. She's right. She is useless. She's
2: right. She's useless. Yeah. The actresses
4: are, are best friends in real life. And are
2: they,
0: they really across the street from each other? Oh, that's Amazing. Uh, and this do, scene, of course, like lunches.
4: Very, very, yeah. very, very sad because she's Magical. like Hogwarts has been my home for sixteen years. Like, where am I going to go? Uh, and then Dumbledore comes in like a boss and is like. Please help her put her stuff back in. She's not leaving. And Umbridge is like, uh, you, I have the power to fire her. And he goes, yeah, but you know what? You don't have the power to kick her off the grounds. So she can stay as long as I want. And then Umbridge goes, not yet. But I will. And you're like,
2: fuck, you know she's gonna. Yeah. That was you a know good she's response gonna response on her side. She's like, not yet. yet.
4: Uh, over the radio, we hear Fudge laying out all the disappearances that have been happening as of late. And he lays all that shit at Sirius Black's feet. Uh, Sirius comes to the fire again and tells him that Fudge doesn't want them learning anything because... He's afraid Dumbledore, or they're like, dude, no one's teaching us anything. We don't, we're not learning anything. And Fudge, and he's like, well, yeah, Fudge doesn't want that because he's afraid Dumbledore is going to put together his own army. And then Hermione gets the great idea. She's like, we should do that. That's a great idea. We should absolutely do that. Uh, Voldemort is out there, and we have to learn how to defend ourselves. Uh, they head out to Haj-me- Hogsmead, uh, mm-hmm. where Hermione has assembled a group of kids, including Luna and Cho. Uh, Cho since Harry is the only person who's actually had any experience fighting the dark arts, they want him to teach them. And Harry's like, listen, man, this shit ain't like you think it is. Uh, they all run through what all the stuff Harry's done, like all his accolades. how he stopped everyone and all that really stuff? Cool. And then Harry stops him. He's like, "This all sounds great when you say it like that, but the truth is, most of it was just pure dumb luck." And I always had help uh, facing this stuff in real life is, life is not like it is at school out there. When you have when you're your second away from being murdered or seeing one of your friends be murdered, shit gets motherfucking real. Mm-hmm. And they go and, and he goes, "You guys don't you don't know what it's like." And they're like, "But you do," and that's why you gotta teach us. We need your help. Hermione says Voldemort's name for the first time yeah, which is a very does. very powerful thing. It's
0: fucking real. And it hits. She, you see her like I think said about a bad word for a second and then yeah. she says it and it's just like oh the magic's gone. I said now the C word. We
4: train. Yeah. And the rest the of them bad C word. And yeah. as she says that the students finally Say get. it Andy. Say it. Oh, it's scary. Just do it, it, Andy. Cornelius. <laughs> <laughs> All the students of course get the gravity of the situation so one by one they line up to sign up for Dumbledore's <laughs> army. Uh, uh, really quick
5: here, just yeah. uh, they they do this at the Hogshead, which is like kind of like the weird shady bar at the end of Hogsmeade. Mm. And uh, there's a kind of important descriptor of the bartender. Uh, all they really say is he looks familiar, but they can't place why he looks familiar. Mm. Uh, and I'm just, and I'm just I'm just dropping that in there just to just got for, it.
0: You'll need, yeah. that. You you need that, that later. This you is the one later. bar that doesn't need a uh, uh,
4: field trip form. Mm.
5: Well, no, like uh, no, he got the filter form
2: from
0: serious, um, serious.
4: His, his yeah, 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 yeah. You think it would be null and void because yeah, the yeah. man's a wanted criminal, but whatever. Dumbledore, Dumbledore, gets guys, it, you want to come try the? You want to try this marijuana for the first <laughs> time? Yeah. Let's Get in the job, man. Uh, walking along the hallway, uh, of course, Umbridge knows that someone's up to something, so she tells Filch to make another decree disbanding all student organizations. Uh, walking along the hallway, um, Longbottom Longbottom comes across a room that he's never seen before, and it's the room of requirement, mm. also known as the come and go room which I Dangerous. thought was fun. You know Never why. It you know uh, always appears when someone has need of it. It's brilliant. Uh, Hermione's like, good job, man. You found this room. And Longbottom's like, I don't know. I had a plan. Again, man. just
1: another like J.K. Rowling, like forget what you know. Like, you know. Fuck it. We need here. a
0: secret room. Why not? <laughs> it's change. like
4: Hogwarts wants us to fight back, is what she says, and I like that. Uh, and then the Dumbledore Army has their first training session. Neville sucks at Experianus. Uh Filch is trying to track the students coming, going into the room, but he's just a complete moron. Uh, Harry teaches the team, stupefy. Uh, stunning stupefy Nigel first not bad then Ron versus Hermione and they have a cute scene where Hermione just Love fucking it. owns his ass Love and then Fred it. and George are like you're an idiot he's like I let her do that and they're like mm, you're tall That's, you're pretty you, and yeah, tall it's fine stay tall um, and, and the ladies get
1: hungry and then like chicken nuggets appear and they're like oh it's the nuggets of wisdom they appear whenever somebody's in need of <laughs> 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 whatever, whatever, I, whatever, whatever. Jake, whatever. I'm, a scene I'm in
2: like, there's a scene where um, they're explaining the rules of that room mm. and Ron is like oh Suvo I need a toilet and then I guess a toilet appears cause Hermione's all like oh
1: cool Ron Oh, and she's it's like, just yeah. like
5: what a weird scene to not show the fucking toilet
1: uh, you know no, she, she just makes a joke like oh that's really mature of you like and she kind of the, and, oh,
5: and I, the, they do tease this actually in Goblet of Fire there's like a dinner that they're all having it's at the Yule Ball and oh, yeah. uh uh Dumbledore is like, yeah, like I would hate to learn all of the secrets about Hogwarts cuz it's like great to like learn random things. Like randomly I needed to like go to the restroom and Walked boom like a, a like a random tugs. like a random room like popped up and had like so I could relieve myself and it was like a little little seeds being planted. But
2: in reality we know he would have just shit his pants and magiced it away, <laughs> right?
1: The flu network.
2: Right? J.K. Rowling? The poo network. You are.
3: <laughs> 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 nice.
4: Dude, nice. Woo! <laughs> Uh, uh, Dolores My comment subscriber, makes please. another decree, a decree warning all students will submit to questioning about the illicit activities that have been happening. Uh, we see students pouring into her upstairs office as she's pouring them cups of tea, presumably with uh, the Veritaserum <laughs> in it. Veritaserum, is that what it said? Uh, mm-hmm. The truth serum in it. Uh, worth noting that Harry is wearing a cardigan here again, uh, which makes him uh, he, as he starts to progress through these scenes we start seeing him more in a prof- professorial role. Um, he, want, he goes over to help Cho with a levitation spell, and man, oh man, is a lot of things to get hot. <laughs> uh, Fred and George, fuck <laughs> with wiener, Kevin.
2: No, <laughs> I know. I just don't like him. Cho, Whoop. I don't see it. I see it. In my dreams.
4: Uh, Dolores has recruited Malfoy and his crew for the Inquisition Squad. Uh, Harry gives a rousing speech to the Inquisition Squad. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good <laughs> name. Not a good name, you know? Uh, he gives a rousing speech to the student. Every great witch and wizard in history has started out just like us. If they can do it, so can we. And then do we see Ginny just fucking take it to this like a fish to water? She just blasts the shit out of a dummy and turns it into ash. And then Neville finally gets the hang of Expolyarmus. And then it's holiday time. Uh, uh, and we're not meeting again until after the holidays. And People are like, you know what, Harry? You're actually really good at this. And he's like, you know what? I am good at this. I should do this for a living. A cool fact here. Since the film would include wand dueling at an elite level,
0: a specific wand choreographer, Paul Harris, who's actually a professional dance choreographer, was brought in to design the style and technique of this highly unorthodox way of fighting. The result consists of five basic spellcasting moves, with each of the actors were then allowed to adapt slightly to fit their own character. So, for instance, Lucius Malfoy would have a very formal and somewhat stiff fighting style, while Sirius Black uses a snappy and more spontaneous street fight style. Hell yeah. Uh, they could have used that for part four, fight. where it fucking Harry yeah. just... Right. <laughs> Nobody but you <laughs> had a problem was, with how yeah. he was... This is he had a
3: big Harry, problem. This is
1: Harry Styles. Just stupid stance. It's core. You don't it look core. And fucking dude's... He's a little kid. Inept, He was scared. He was about to, about to die. He's He's a
0: 15-year-old professor. Voldemort
4: should have killed him, man, dude. Either way, if Ron for and magic. Hermione <laughs> leave Harry uh, to go over to talk to Cho, uh, who is looking at a picture of Cedric that has uh, been pasted or taped to the mirror. Uh... Harry heard Umbridge gave her a particularly hard time the other day, and she said it's worth it. Learning all this makes me wonder if Cedric had known it, um, and Harry's like, actually, Cedric did know all this stuff. He, he did, but just Voldemort was better. It's like a weird thing to say to her, because yeah. it's like, they, no matter what, he was yeah, fucking like, ice. this is weird. Well, like got soon, not soon enough. It's all the things. And Cho tells him that Harry is a really, really good teacher. She's, got- She's never been able to say anything before, uh, and then she notices that they're standing underneath the mistletoe, and... Like a big a big thanks to the room requirement because you know that's that put that there. Yeah. Uh, Harry tells her that's probably full of nargles. Or, uh, I love this line. <laughs> and shows like, is that something that I should be aware of? Like, do you have how long have you had nargles? Are those things something that you can like cure with penicillin? And Harry's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And then no, of he's course, like, I have no idea. Is what yeah, he's, he's like. like, like I, don't, I love like, what's a nargle. He's like, yeah. it's such a great know. comedic
1: reply. Yeah, she's like, what, yeah, what the yeah. hell's a nargle? He's like, I don't know. Just <laughs> I'm just talking yeah. because I'm like nervous and I'm kind of whatever. And then they share a kiss and it's nice. And you see in the background, fucking on the photo no uh, Cedric just Cedric. feeling Cedric's like Get that shit dude <laughs> you, think he's <laughs> for it? Huh? you think he's for it Oh yeah I think he's like Look I'm dead bro Get it bro It's get good
4: it in. He's like I'm hanging out With Morning Mortal up, Upstairs It's gonna be good It's gonna be good <laughs> <laughs> She's thirsty uh, Later that night Harry tells Ron she, I mean she was yeah. dude yeah. And like, Hermione about not... the kiss And he says It was really wet Because she was crying Which was sad uh, and, and then mind He's like that's weird And Hermione's <laughs> like Dude weird. Obviously she's going Through a lot She feels bad about Cedric She, feels, she likes Harry But she's Probably conflicted about that. There's all this shit happening at the school. All this stuff's going on. Uh, and Ron says one person can't possibly feel all those emotions, or they'd explode. And Hermione tells him that he's got the emotional range of a teaspoon. And <laughs> so then good. they all fucking laugh yeah. at Ron. And Ron's like, Yeah, you're <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dumb. It, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's,
1: it's a scene that I think could have easily been cut, and could have been shown up like you know in an extended scene with like a or an extended version or special scenes or whatever. What's the word I'm looking for? Special features. Yeah. Mm. But I'm glad they left it in because I I do think it shows a cool sort of chemistry between all of them and how they how they
4: fuck around with each other you know
2: but it's just like i i hate how dumb it just makes ron seem like people can't feel that much (laughs) but i also
4: but i think more importantly though there is that now flirtation between ron and hermione where she can give him shit and he doesn't take offense to it and they're they're starting to have that that level of a relationship
0: i don't see it at all i I know the spoilers of things for that Mm. i do not see any hints at all what? Uh, that the whole night, time, you just
2: watch her and Hermione. She's super I, into it. Yeah. I, I wish
1: I, I, you know, again, you have sort of hope for Harry and Hermione. No, you don't. You do though. You do. No, that's a bad. But way. then, but then she makes a line of like, "Well, I did notice that Cho was looking at you the whole time." Yeah, like, that's yeah. one thing I noticed. And she's like, kind of like excited about it, and you're kind of like, "Ah, oh, man." Yeah, that's the I, first yeah. real time where I'm like, "All right, that's not." They're a cutting thing. this off. Just yeah. yeah. best friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even though J.K. Rowling, after the fact, was like, "Yeah,
4: we should have."
5: Now she has none, none. Should have put
4: her together. Hermione
2: should have fucking married Victor Crumb, you know?
4: He's Jack now. That night, Harry has a dream that Mr. Weasley was attacked in the ministry in the orb room. Uh, They take him to Dumbledore, who asks if he was... He was like, were you standing next to the victim, or are you standing above the victim? Which is an interesting thing. Uh, Harry thinks that he might have been... Like We get the the picture that Harry was actually in the the attacker's mind, or in their body. Uh, Dumbledore starts to give out orders to the portraits of the old headmasters. Make sure Arthur is found by the right people, which I thought was cool. Mm -hmm. Because they can go from portrait to portrait, so the actual people in the portraits... Could go to other portraits in the ministry and like it's fucking awesome. I love that. It's concept. cool.
2: Like wherever the portrait is, they can communicate with that other version of themselves. It's dope. such
4: a cool touch love it Uh, they talk about the thing Voldemort didn't want them didn't have the first time around and Dumbledore keeps ignoring Harry until Harry this is flash of fucking rage that he wants to kill Dumbledore he's like look at me goddamn it and then he screams look at me it's a quiet the voices in his beautiful quaffed head Uh, Dumbledore uh, snaps to attention is like he's like what's Harry's like what's happening to me just then Snape enters uh, and he says we can't wait not even until morning otherwise he'll be we'll be vulnerable so Snape takes Harry down to his lab and there let's see uh, and, he, and explains to him, look, there's a connection between you and the Dark Lord's brain. Let's hope he doesn't know about it yet. If, if he does, he'll be able to control your mind. In the past, he's invaded the minds of a lot of his victims and shown them visions uh, uh stuff that would torture them into madness. Uh, we get That's another hint of what happened to the Longbottoms. Uh, only after, well, actually, it's not a hint that happened to Longbottoms. Excuse me. That was wrong. Uh, only after he had had them begging for death. After he's extracted the last drop of agony, would he finally kill them? And Harry's like, alright, we'll start this shit. So Snape starts teaching him the art of occlumency. How uh, cool is all of this? It's, it's like great. Snape doing private lessons with Harry. Yeah, dude. I don't
2: yeah. like that he has to be a dick the entire time. Like when he's walking to his office, grabbing by his arm, yeah. and it's like, what? Well, why? Well, I mean, you just fucking walk that's, with. That's him. just mm-hmm. setting up the character. Yeah.
1: I mean, it, it, we already know that it's been set up, but they're yeah. just continuing and driving the point home. But I do appreciate that. Like, yeah, like you're right, Tim. This is sort of Snape being like, look, I, I fucking, I know what has to happen. I know that this has to be done, and it's just cool that
4: Snape's on board. You know. It's all yeah, like Snape's the only contagion. Uh, of course, he's going to attempt to penetrate Harry's mind, and Harry will attempt <laughs> yeah. to resist. Hey, his he words not mine. He does say that. He does his say that. I will. Uh, to penetrate. It doesn't go your very mind. very well. Penetrate. I, I,
2: again, like I'm the Mr. way the he does Butter. the lesson is just like I want to penetrate your mind. He's like, wait, what do I? If and yeah. it's just like, well, give him it's some like, heads up. <laughs> you uh, won't
4: have a heads up. <laughs> it's Christmas time at the black household where uh, Mr. Uh, Weasley time. is right, there. Here we go. So and Christmas. he's a little worse for the wear, but he's like, hey, man, uh, Mr. Weasley hands out presents, which includes one for Harry. Uh, and he gives a toast to Harry without who he would not be there. Uh, and Sirius raises a glass as well. Have
2: you noticed how weird Mrs. Weasley gets in this one where she's like, all
4: right, everybody talk to daddy. And
2: she, she said daddy like seven
4: times. Well, yeah, she's so, like, It "Who's not fucking notice. creepy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Harry, to get I forget. Uh, I made a note here. Um, Barrett, wasn't there a point? I think we've already passed it in the books where Harry gets a present that's like an ugly sweater, and it's made. They make a point that it's his first ever Christmas present. Well, that was. In I think the he first gets one. it from Miss Weasley. Yeah, that was in the first yeah, one. Was, oh, was that that was, was,
5: one. Yeah, that was. Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. She, okay. she makes a uh, sweater for him every year. Like she does yeah. the, the rest And Ron's of the like, it's
4: ugly, and he's like, I love it. It's the best thing I've ever gotten because yeah. no one's ever yeah. gotten me a present before. Right. I can't remember if that was actually. He usually, in the he gets like socks and soaps. Yeah, like the the Dursleys will always yeah. give him like just the worst fucking It's bruises. like a toothbrush so that can make a shiv and he stab
2: Dudley. There's something about this scene that like everything Mrs. Dudley does is well, so off. creepy.
4: It's off putting. Huh? Well it's off putting because yeah. she's doing that thing that moms do where she's like, Everything's fine, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, like, Everything's yeah, yeah. not fine. Well, she He's nailed fucked it. And, like, the the world is not in a good place right now. Uh,
2: <laughs> Ron opens his gift, and she's like, it's exactly what you wanted. And it's like, all right, chill out, Mom. Yeah,
4: they're trying to convince you. Uh, Harry once again runs into Creature, uh, and then Sirius sends him away. Turns out uh, this is Sirius' his parents' house. This is where he grew up. Uh, he offered it to Dumbledore as HQ. Uh, and then we go through his family tree, which is uh, painted on the wall, or his wallpaper on the wall, uh, which includes uh, his d- deranged cousin, Bellatrix Lestrange. Uh, his mom, of course, he, he reveals his mom, of course, burned his picture off of a wall after he ran away. And uh, he's like, he was a charming woman I was only 16 when that happened and she basically completely fucking burned me out of her existence um, and, and, and Harry asked him he's like well when you were, when you ran away when you were 16 where'd you go and he goes your dad's I was always welcome at the Potters and I think that's really really cool, really cool. Uh, and he's like you know you two are really a lot alike and Harry's like I'm not sure uh, he's like when we saw Mr. Weasley get attacked I think I was the snake <laughs> Uh, and then back in Dumbledore's office I wanted to kill Dumbledore and he's like what if I'm becoming more like Voldemort what if after everything that's happened something inside of me has gone wrong um, and I'm going bad and Sirius tells him again just to back up the point that was uh, that we learned from the very first Harry Potter Sirius tells him not it, the world ain't black and white man we've all got both light and dark inside of us what matters is the part we choose to act on that's who we really are of course uh, Dumbledore told him that back in the day too he's like you chose to be Gryffindor your choices make a difference in this although you know we're all badass this is just how we choose to use that uh, Hermione interrupt- to tell them it's time to go. Uh, Sirius tells him when this is all over we'll be a proper family and they hug uh, and then we, we end the scene on a, just a very subtle bit of uh, foreshadowing with Sirius's burned out face on the thing. You're like, oh, it's not going to go well for him no. toward the end, sadly. Uh, springtime, Harry. Leaves. Before we get to springtime,
0: oh. though, no, oh. oh. let me tell you that this episode's brought to you by Postmates. Andy, how often do you use Postmates?
1: Oh my God, way too often, yeah. yeah.
0: What do you get with that Postmates?
1: I always get the house special.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> house <laughs> special, no matter where it is. <laughs> when you need red wine at 4 p.m., Gia. Sushi at 9 p.m., Joey. A breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., Kevin. And yeah. ibuprofen at 10 a.m., hey, you know what, me. Why I was going to say chicken katsu, you curry. You can Postmate it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything that you are craving, Postmates, Can deliver. They're the largest on demand network in the United States and offer delivery from all of the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. It's 24 hours a day, 365 days a year service. Postmates will bring you what you need within an hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even need to know where the store is. Wow. Postmates will deliver anything to you. I love that bit. That's a good bit there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code KINDAFUNNY. That's code KINDAFUNNY for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need? Anytime you That's
1: need. That's an awesome deal. No
0: joke. Postmate it. Yeah, Do man. <laughs> uh, download Postmates and save with the code kind of funny. K I N D A F U N N Y. Also, shout out to HelloFresh. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. You get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality, regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. You can say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and takeout food. HelloFresh has you covered. You can break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 20-plus seasonal chef-curated recipes each week. Uh, Jessica Alba now has some curation there, too. So if you want to eat like the Alba, you could. Angels. Um, There's something for everyone from family recipes to calorie smart and vegetarian (laughs) and and fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Kraft (laughs) Burgers. Dark Angel. Dark Angel. Dark Angel, Angel. not (laughs) Angel. (laughs) (laughs) Angel is like the Buffy the Vampire spinoff. Oh, Oh, man. You can add extra meals to your weekly order as well as yummy add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough. Easily change your delivery days, food preferences, and skip a week whenever you need to. Gia's making some cherry balsamic pork chops with garlic herb couscous and roasted broccoli this week. The food's so nice, they named it twice. What's up? The food's so nice, they named it. That's, twice. that's how you do Final it, man. Bucks, uh, for eighty dollars off your first month of HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash morning eighty and enter morning eighty. That is get eighty dollars off your first month of HelloFresh. Go to H E L L O F R E S H dot com slash M O R N I N G eight Zero and enter morning eighty. Uh it's like receiving eight meals for free. You're gonna wanna do that. You missed some gold. Thank there. you, <laughs> I'll go back and watch. Oh the my episode. god, That was really
2: funny. Angel, the I, 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 I looked I at you like, immediately because I was like, I did not <laughs>
0: get that right. I was like, is that just
2: a couple? <laughs> I <It> felt
0: <her." laughs> that way. You're like Jessica Alba. What an angel! <laughs> yeah,
1: I was, I was like, like Angel, Jessica Alba. She has a cure angel. I looked at Carol. I was like,
2: no, I, I I couldn't tell if you were doing like a Phantom Menace joke. <laughs> Dark and you, Angel. She had yeah. that show,
4: Dark Angel. Didn't she also dress like an angel in uh, Idle Hands? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, That's yeah, why I said angel. She did. And that's why yeah. I said go. A good scene. Speaking of beautiful angels, oh my God. Back to the plot. Uh, Hagrid's back, baby, and, and Harry's like, <laughs> yeah, dude, and Harry's like, you know, what uh, Cho, I got, I got to peace out because my boy Hagrid's back. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got to figure out what's going on.
0: He's so stoked. It's like, Man, damn, dude. But uh, when
4: they get roles, there, uh, Umbridge is interrogating him as to where he has been, and Hagrid lies and tells her he's been away for his health. You know, a bit of fresh air, and she says, you know, yeah, I guess as Gameskeeper, must be hard getting fresh air. Um, that must be difficult. Uh, she says, don't bother unpacking, which leaves a very uh, and leaves very happy with her even going as far as spraying a little bit of perfume on Harry's or Hagrid's shack because it's stinky. It's uh, uh, Hagrid lays it down for the kids. Dumbledore sent Hagrid to parlay with the Giants to convince them to join the cause because the Death Eaters were there too, uh, trying to then begin uh, to join Voldemort's team uh, outside. There's a storm coming, a literal and figurative storm coming. Uh, and then we get I, what I think is just the coolest awesome, one of the coolest dude. scenes. Really where cool. Where we, fight, we, we, we uh, catch up with where Belichick's. Bellatrix Lestrange is she's been held in Azkaban and she's like in one of the cool like Azkaban prison guards that we saw Sirius wearing in, in Prisoner of Azkaban and then poof, just the fucking wall gets blown out and then we see Azkaban just this we cool we finally like, see Azkaban yeah we yeah. see it's the pure rad. like it's like this uh, t- triangle, triangle like, prison fortress, fortress in the middle of an ocean and part of it has just been blown apart and then Bellatrix just like screams and cackles as she's laughing ah, so and good. realizing that she's being broken it's out it's like the raft and it's played by um, yeah. Helen Bonham Carter who is fucking awesome in everything so she so does. Everybody's looking at their dark mark. Everybody's looking at him like she licks hers. Yeah, It's like sexy but weird. Yeah,
2: like, I like it. Worth uh.
4: noting that uh, Hagrid was a little beat up as well. Uh, Seamus comes to apologize. And he's like, man, we read the prophet. It's just not adding up. And I'm sorry, man. I believe you now. And Harry's like, you're fucking dead to me. Go suck on an egg. You son of a bitch. Uh, in the room of Requirement, Harry and Neville chat about what's happening, what happened to his parents. Uh, they have a nice little touching scene where he's like, Bellatrix the strange has escaped uh, from prison. Uh, guess what? 14 years ago, she used the Cruciatus curse to torture my parents uh, for info and basically torture them crazy. And Neville's like, I'm not really um, ready for everyone to know that, but I do want you to know that I'm proud to be their son. And Harry says, you know what? We'll make your parents proud, Neville. Like We're going to we're gonna make him proud, which is a good little scene. Uh, later that day, t- Harry teaches, starts teaching the Patronus charm, uh, and it turns out Harry's the better teacher than Lupin all around because he teaches everyone how to do a Patronus very, very quickly. Says, of course, there's two levels. Uh, one is just a, a shield, and the other one is a full blown Patronus. And one by one, the kids start mastering this, uh, which is really, really hard. One of the kids is like, "Well, you could do that." And he's I
1: like, did fuck not yeah, know where go. you're gonna go with that, Nick. What when you said master? Like, I just like my mind just. <laughs> it? What are these <laughs>
3: kids doing? They're <laughs> <laughs> starting
2: masturbating what I just
4: showed you. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Why don't you clean it up a little bit? Okay, this is a kid series. Uh, Hermione, of course, produces some sort of, like, otter. What? What's her Patronus bear? Yeah, it's an otter. Yeah, it's it's, an otter. Otter. it's yeah. a cute little otter. It's dope. Uh, Ron has a hound, and Luna has a little rabbit. Uh, turns out, Harry, yeah, great t-shirt. Knock on the side of the fucking water. Like, just crushing this until, of course, the wall gets blown apart. And we look through, and we see Umbridge. She's just like, I got this. we fucking bitch, dude. Hey, yep. have
0: we, I, I, we must have talked about it at some point, but, like, it's not until now, really, that I'm understanding this whole Patronus thing like fully. Have we talked about Kevin being a manatee? No. Nope. No. Nope. Kevin's Patronus oh. is a manatee? Oh. It, nope. <laughs> no. It's not At, at Alexis' wedding, <laughs> we were all assigned Fucking. things. So I didn't know what this meant. Okay. Now I do. But Kevin was given the manatee. Yep. No,
2: no. That's like the... What is it called? Fuck. Animagus? No, yeah. no, no. no. It's, well, that's it's even worse. It's <laughs> It was your spirit animal. Mm. Uh, and the bitch that does this for uh, Alexis saw my picture was like he's fat give him a manatee I hate this woman <laughs> so yeah that's been a, that's been an ongoing thing Tim uh, I
1: have to, uh, for next week I want you to report
4: Cheer oh me! yes oh, thank god, god. I was wondering uh, oh look Porty's here too with a little cape hi poor Port
6: you mean <laughs> Dobby oh it's Dobby I'm sorry <laughs> Dobby! I'm Professor McGonagall that this looks like is Dobby. Dobby you're scaring him He's fine. Don't worry so about so it. As you know, for Dobby to be free, he was needed to be given clothing. Luckily, at a show in Seattle called Pax West, a young man on Twitter, YKM, his Twitter handle very hard to explain to Professor McGonagall, made this Milk Mommy bandana.
3: Yeah.
6: If found, call 1 800. Stop calling me.
3: Oh, he's scared. No, it's his
6: That's freedom scary. now. <laughs> he's scared. He says, Don't be freedom, Andy. <laughs> Do you watch these movies?
1: God damn it. To
6: be freedom. I explained you, you're not allowed to
2: use the Elder one when you're doing this because you might break it.
6: Someone has misplaced my normal ping pong wand, and this is the one I
1: will use. It's on the ground. Poorly pieced out so fast. He
4: wants no party. I mean, you know
6: why the points? Is I always do, Professor McGonagall.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, known yeah. to laugh like that, uh, Professor McGonagall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
6: A lot of is the first few years just laughing. Now, anyway. McGonagall was flying in on a broomstick from yeah. Seattle, <laughs> so, so she hasn't Flight. gotten to watch this at all. Okay. But what she saw on the internet was something very special. <laughs> Tim Geddes, I am mm-hmm. awarding you and Slytherin fifteen points for your excellent. Fashion. <laughs> I've too. often said it, kind of funny. No. There are not enough overweight bearded white men in thick black flame grasses, yeah. and I am excited <laughs> to see it now, cause you look delicious, They're yeah. blue. Professor They're blue, We're like, it doesn't show on camera, jackasses. All right, it's midnight blue. It doesn't show. It just does. Just like his, just like his blonde hair doesn't show as much mm-hmm. as it should either.
1: Yeah, my dark Don't brown, brown hair. Don't break that
6: wand. I'm being
2: very it's, careful with it, Kevin! I, um, there's a lot of problems! Kevin! Also, maybe time to wash the costume. Maybe! Yes, oh, is it bad? <laughs> <laughs> Don't
4: do that. That seems like too far. No.
6: Fifteen points! DOS yeah. it! Yeah!
4: job, my McGonagall, everybody. Thank you. Probably my goggle. Oh my god. I thought
1: I would have gotten fifteen points for my video I'd recorded at CVS. Did you see my video at CBS? Mm -hmm. No, he was flying. I was in the magazine section, and I was just looking, and there was a Time uh, magazine dedicated to Harry Potter Mm. and the the importance of Harry Potter, and it was just me looking at the magazines, and I went, Expelliarmus! And
4: I did it really loud in the CBS and hoped that nobody heard me, but I think they did. Do you ever go home at the end of a really busy day, and you turn the volume up on your TV, and then you come back into the room, and you're like, why is that so loud? Because your ears have readjusted to the quiet. That's what's happening to me right now. Yeah. It's, it was yeah. so loud. So loud. Yeah. Also, something is beefy in that costume. Yeah. There is a beefy 100%. entry oh, yeah it. Might it, be ti- it, it might it be time to. Shit, I don't want points off of him he's, con- he's not listening anymore. After he's done with his thing, Greg goes on to the next thing. He's not paying attention to what we're doing. I don't know that, man. Princess yeah. 40 was, was so gone. scared. Oh, my God. It was really He's so cute, though. Also, I was really
2: scared for that one.
1: I, d- I thought Porter was going to piss everywhere. I was kind of worried. I'm glad you didn't.
4: Back to the plot. Harry looks through the hole in the wall, and it's none other than Umbridge, and Umbridge uses... She's like, I got this, and she uses Bombarda Maxima and just blows the wall apart, uh, at which time we see that they've got Cho Chang, and she's like, clearly ratted them out, and Harry's like, what the fuck, dude? We made What's out. What's up, Cho? We made out, Cho. Back What's up in Dumbledore. found your wetness. Uh, up in Dumbledore's office, uh, Cornelius Fudge dude. is there. She said uh, she said. What? And they're accusing Dumbledore of moving against the ministry. And he's like, you know what? I, I, and Harry's like, it was my fault. And Dumbledore's nope, it was me. I ordered them to uh, to make an army. And after all the list does say Dumbledore's army, not Potter's army, and Harry's like, Fuck, you got me on that one. I yeah. didn't think about that one. I totally figured <laughs> my it bad. best. Uh, he's <laughs> like, I told Harry to form the army because I'm moving against the ministry. And they're and they're like, Well, that that was easy. And Umbridge is like, You're gonna be arrested, and you will await trial and ask a man. And this is where we get the coolest line in the entire series, ladies and gentlemen. Don't even bother watching uh, movies six, seven or seven point five because he looks her in the eye and says you seem to be laboring under the delusion that i'm going to uh what was the phrase come quietly i have no intention of going to azkaban and just then the phoenix fox the phoenix flies in and as he flies overhead he claps his (laughs) hand and just gone gone. all right (laughs) and then we get Shacklebolt, who you know is one of his homies just gives that little dig to Cornelius fetcher he's like hey man I know you don't like him, but you can't deny, he's got style. <laughs> I didn't like, like that line. Yeah, I didn't like really? it either. Oh, I loved
0: it. I he thought it was, was weirdly right. racist. It was, yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: It was just weirdly oddly
3: racist. placed. But <laughs> it was just
1: out of place for me. It was just like, oh, that's kind of Well, weird. I just
4: like that they give Shackleblood something cool to say because he's a cool character. <laughs> uh, Filch. He but, makes us look good is what he should have said. Yeah. Men in Black. Uh,
3: <laughs> of course,
4: Filch puts up another decree on the wall. This reach. Umbridge has replaced Dumbledore as headmaster, and then we get a, a scene of Filch happily taking down all of the paintings from the staircase, uh, and they're all, all the guys—he like, tips them over, and they all fall out of it, which I thought was kind of Jerk. funny. He's like he's like delighting in their in their dismay. Uh, detention time. Umbridge watches all the students endure her writing torture, uh, except Cho Chang, who waits outside for Harry. Uh, uh, Hermione and Ron take the blame. Uh, but Harry puts it on himself. Maybe it's just better that I go at this alone. Of course, uh, Choi tries to talk to Harry. Harry's like, "Get the fuck away from me! You rat us out." Uh, Hagrid attempts to take them all into the dark forest, where they encounter a herd of centaurs. Uh, the Ministry has been restricting their territory so much that they're gonna there's gonna be an uprising soon if they keep screwing with them. Um, with Dumbledore gone, Hagrid's like, "Look, I'm probably gonna get the sack next, so I need you guys to take care of someone for me. Meet my half brother, Groppy. How is the CG as bad as it? As I have the no giants idea. In- Sorcerer's Stone. This is really bad in this. A lot of the effects are actually pretty bad in this movie.
1: Like really astonishingly bad for, you know, I mean, the fact that we had, we saw a hippogriff in Azkaban and it looked fantastic. This just looked like, I don't know if it was it being placed in the world. I think it was just the overall look of the thing and how just kind of comic and cartoony it looked. It was awful. Although the
4: centaurs I thought looked okay, but this one looked bad. Of course, Grappi picks up Hermione and she lays down the law. Ron tries to save her. He just gets kicked aside and she's like, hey, put me down. And it turns out that Groppy's not a bad uh, guy altogether. He just needs a firm Curious. hand. Yeah. He just needs yeah. like a mother. Groppy
5: is his name? Mm-hmm. No his name is Gropp. Uh Hagrid calls him groppy it as it. like a terminative. Like yeah. yeah. But like
2: close enough. Like I was just yeah. I never caught that.
5: Yeah.
4: Uh, the kids of course promise to look after him because Hagrid uh, is the only family he's got and Harry remembers seeing his parents in the mirror of said, uh, but this time Snake interrupts oh he's in his head again it's a memory uh, back in the occlumency class you're just like your father lazy arrogant weak and he's like I'm not weak and then and he's like let well, improve it discipline your mind and he's like life isn't fair your father knew that and Harry's like my father was a great man your father and he's like your father was a swine and then Harry goes and does the spell which I tried to look up but couldn't figure out what the fuck it was and then flips the script and goes into Snape's memory and Intelligent, it turns out, no, uh, no it was, like, it was per, like
5: a reversal spell. Yeah, it's like a. It like I think I think it was like Protego or something. Yeah, 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 yeah it was it's Protego. A shield, it's a shield.
4: That's man. what it was. That makes sense because I, I was trying to look up the. the, the uh, yeah, Harry, of course, goes into Snape's mind for a second and sees uh, a memory of his father being just a complete shithead. To Snape. this bully, and you're like, what the fuck? And it turns out, like uh, that's, that's death, not cool, man. That's yeah. not cool Is mm-hmm. that why Snape hates him? Crazy Yeah Will we figure that out later crazy. Movies? Love it Maybe. It's good oh, shit no. it's, it's like the there opposite of I, a saw coming. He yeah, saw I saw it coming yeah. I knew walking was coming That was such a great call yeah. Snape uh, of course snaps uh, Harry out of his mind Snape's. And then he goes You know what? Fuck you We're done We're not doing this anymore And Harry's like No man I'm really? un- sure g- of him Yeah <laughs> He's like well, We have a great chance here Like, I didn't know my dad was a dick We could totally bond And be like friends And Snape's like Get the fuck Get the fuck out Mr. Potter Mr. Potter get out Well 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 Wow, 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 up Papa. Get out of okay, my room. You, you got it. The first one was straight up Palpatine. <laughs>
3: uh,
4: Harry sees Fred and George helping a small Gryffindor through the pain of Umbridge's detention uh, methods. Uh, she interrupts to fuck with them one more time. And Fred and George are like, you know what? We've had enough of this shit. And uh, they get the great line where Fred's like, you know, I've been thinking that our future lies outside the realm of academic achievement. And George is like, you know, what? I've been thinking the same thing. Uh, so during the owls, uh, Umbridge goes to investigate a sound outside uh, the hallway and just gets bamboozled by Fred and George as they uh, they kick by her on broomsticks uh, kicking up all sorts of havoc and shit with firework spells uh, they finish off umbridge with a giant dragon that destroys all of the decrees posted outside of the great hall this in the book is so fucking cathartic when this happens so much cool in the book because yeah. Fred and George just I don't know if you understand the gravity of this but Fred and George basically like have lit their entire academic career on fire and just leave Hogwarts uh, and then of course as they're leaving on brooms the kids go out to cheer and we see a giant W in the sky like,
0: all right and I'm like Good you guys we I have mixed feelings on this scene because half of it is very cathartic and awesome and half of it's just like corny and weird like in a way that I feel like this movie so far hadn't been like when the dragon kind of comes and takes over and she's like running away like Fellowship of the Ring it's very like like uh, yeah like magic shit like you know it's not gonna affect you like you're an adult. You're, you've been yeah. here. You've been yeah. here. You yeah. know this. Yeah, the Kids have scars in their hands right now. Yeah. <laughs> the, the
5: way they leave is a little different. Like, they do the fireworks at one point in the book, but how they like, they're kind of, like, final, like, thing is they basically make an entire swamp on, like, one of the floors. And, it like, it they can't, like, fix it. And so, uh, yeah, they, like, kind of get, like, ran out. And they, like, even advertise of, like, ah, it's a... Uh, uh, we we Uh-oh. now the, you can order like our products. We are Weasleys, Wizard Wheezes or something like that, and uh, they. Uh, so basically,
4: they left. Yeah. M- they left academia to start their company yeah. and did it with a bank. But that.
2: if they left the school without graduating, wouldn't they have like get lost their wands? Steve Jobs Steve no, well, se- uh, <laughs> the
5: Seventh year Big is Gates. optional, and seventh. It's year, optional. Yeah, seventh years only. You need to go for like specific. Um, uh, fucking like job careers. Emphasis. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want to go into being an or, uh,
4: amidst the celebration, of course, Harry faints. He sees another vision of Sirius, this time being ter- uh, tortured by Voldemort. Uh, Voldemort needs that prophecy. Harry sees the orb once again through the tortured screams of Sirius, uh, and then recognizes the door. Uh, he's seen that door before. The door uh, through which the orb is being stored. Uh, it was the one where Cornelius Fudge and Lucius Malfoy were talking in front of uh, before his trial. Hermione, of course, smartly is like, "Dude, this is totally a trap." like we know that he's got a so connection smart. to your brain voldemort could be doing putting this in there and harry goes either way i can't take the, the chance of serious trouble i need to go save him like one or the other touche voldemort uh they had they're like well how are we going to get into the ministry there's only one chimney in the entire uh entirety of hogwarts that's unsurveiled that's not being surveilled uh which is umbridge's uh, chimney it's like cool we'll just head up there um and uh, Harry, once again, tries to let the kids, he's like, hang back, everyone. This is all. I got to do this. And then Hermione says, when are you going to realize we're all in this together? We and, of team. course, unfortunately, Umbridge is standing right behind them. And she's like, well, uh, that you are. And I'm, now I've got you guys. Uh, Umbridge has caught them and with the help of Malfoy and the Inquisiting crew. Uh, she calls Snape, who comes in to tell her that all of the uh, Veritas serum has been used up. You used the last of it, if I'm not mistaken, on Cho Chang. And Harry's like, fuck. Oh, if I, I had just listened to her... We could still be making out. Snogging! Before Snape can leave, though, Harry passes him (laughs) a very, very very subtle message. Uh, He just screams out, he's got Padfoot at the place where it's hidden. And everyone's like, well, that's cryptic as fuck. Obviously, Snape is in the know. Now I can't trust him anymore. I love as- that
2: Snape's just like, I have no idea what the fuck he's talking yeah, I about. I have no
4: idea. <laughs> uh, Snape plays dumb and leaves Harry to be tortured I to death in a room full of cats.
2: I gotta go,
4: real quick. Uh, as this is an, <clears throat> an issue for the ministry, Snape. Uh, 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 Umbridge takes it up a notch says, As this is an issue of uh, ministry security I'm going to use the, the cruciatus curse On you And, and uh, Hermione's like that's illegal And she's like well uh, the ministry doesn't know But doesn't her-
2: know and then puts his like, portrait down So he yeah. can't
4: see uh, Hermione of course thinks fast and she says tell him tell him where Dumbledore's secret weapon is and they're like what the fuck are you talking about of course that secret weapon uh, they take Umbridge out of the dark forest but also like she
1: slapped the shit out of him oh yeah she slapped him in fucked <laughs> <She> <laughs> up I'm like
4: what takes him out of the forest and she's like there is no secret weapon they look down and they see the broken the snapped off uh, uh, rope for where Grapi used to be held and she's like there is no weapon is there you guys are just stalling for time that's when the centaurs come in and they're like yo we don't like you you're the one that causing us all this trouble and restricting our lands. And then uh, they start shooting arrows at her and she just owns their fucking asses, proving that they are, she is way more powerful than these centaurs are, even though they're magical creatures. She wraps the rope around one of their neck and starts uh, strangling it. And thankfully, Groppy comes in. Finally, and was like, Hey, I am back and just picks her ass up and was like, I'm going to eat your face like I'm a Titan. And I'm just going to eat you. And then uh, all, that's that's the a uh, little bit of leeway that the centaurs need to go and, and uh, grab her, and they subdue her, and they carry her off. And as they carry her off, she says uh, she screams to Harry for help. She says, "Tell them, uh, tell them, uh, I, I'm uh, let's mean see, mean them no harm." Yeah, tell them I mean them no harm. And and Harry, of course, echoes her other words and says, "I must not tell lies." Yeah. And let them just presumably carry her off and just fucking destroy her. Yeah. I'm assuming my in my in my brain, I'm like they're gonna just like draw a quarter, just like rip her apart, limb for limb. Yeah. But I think they actually don't do that much to her. No, uh,
1: they don't do anything.
4: They don't, no. No, wait,
1: but they do. She ends up going to St. Mungo's. Yeah, I think they like drive yeah. her nuts. Well they end up, like she ends up getting arrested or whatever. Like it shows in that in the paper. No, she just the gets fired. That's oh god. But I guess like I, I would have expected the stories to be like, teacher's missing. <laughs> like We found her remains.
3: in the yeah, port, and like... her. Uh,
4: Harry and the crew uh, meet back up with the rest of the guys, uh, Neville and uh, and Luna and Ron, who have outsmarted the Inquis- uh, Inquisitors with some fun candy. Uh, Harry once again tells them he's got to do this alone, and Neville tells him that Dumbledore's army uh, is about doing something real. You don't have to do this all yourself. How- and then they're like, how are we going to get to London? And he's like, well, we'll just fly, of course. Uh, they take the Thestrals, which are every bit as terrifying in daylight as they are at night. Why um, not just
2: go back to the flu Network? Like they were about to do that. Now presumably because the Inquisitors arrested. are there and like, but they're we'll like poisoned
1: them. or get the brooms. I don't know. You know it's they cooler this way.
4: Uh, because yeah, we have to tie the
5: festival back in. They, they make a point about the brooms in the books uh, at one point during uh, they're all a quidditch. All off down. In a Quidditch match, uh, Harry and Fred and George like all get like permanently banned by Umbridge for playing uh, from playing Quidditch and because like there's like the this huge fight and she's like, "Oh, I'm punishing you guys, but not the Slytherins and shit." Like they should so. just
1: use the bloopity goopity spell to mm-hmm. m- magically teleport yep. them. Good point. Everything. Maybe they, could everything on the you know, they can't
0: apparate.
4: Maybe they could They're too young.
1: No, know. but this uh, isn't an the apparition. Eagles, huh? This is a different it's spell, that we got just haven't heard idiot. of.
4: Yeah. Uh, they head to Read London. And again, kind of funny.com <laughs> slash events for that detail when we're going to head to London. Uh, the kids head to the apartment of Ministry, just walk right in, which I thought was interesting, and approach the door uh, Harry's been dreaming about. Again, absolutely love the set design here. Uh, the kids enter into this room full of orbs, which is cool. And then when they look back, the door's just standing there by itself. Nothing behind it, nothing in front of it. It's just a door. Um, they start. Uh, uh, looking through all the orbs. Uh, Harry heads to 95 and sees that nothing's there, no serious, nothing. Uh, Neville interrupts him. He's found the orb that has Harry's name on it. Uh, Harry grabs it and hears Trelawney's voice. Uh, quote, the one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord approaches, and the Dark Lord shall mark him as his equal, but shall not have the power, uh, but he shall have power the Dark Lord knows not, uh, for neither can live while the other survives. And then Hermione calls out down the hall, a Death Eater approaches. It's Lucius Malfoy. He does a cool thing where he takes the mask off.
2: seems like a dun- I'll move. Keep your mask He on. doesn't give a
4: fuck, man. He's done now. He thinks they're going to win. Uh, down the hall, uh, Luth- and he said, you really should learn the difference between dreams and reality, obviously. yeah, That was just totally a thing that, uh, a vision that Voldemort put in his brain. Uh, you saw what the Dark Lord wanted you to see. Hand over the prophecy. And Harry threatens to break it until Bellatrix comes in and says, this kid knows how to play the game. Uh, this puts Neville on high alert, and he's like, I'm going to kill her. Uh, and Harry's like, wait a minute, why did Voldemort need me to come get this? Why couldn't you do it? Turns out, uh, you can't, only a prophecy can get, it can be retrieved by the person for which it was about, uh, which is interesting. And then the kids realize that they are surrounded, uh, by death eaters, uh, and they start just fighting their way out. They're like, cool, we're going to stupefy these guys. And for a second, it looks like, Hey, they're actually holding their own, uh, until, uh, Ginny, until they start getting overwhelmed and then Ginny, uh, shoots a spell out and just collapses the entire room around them. That's a that big she's, spell. Dude, she's a yeah, bad, That was, bad that ass. was
2: the same spell she used to blow up that, uh, uh, dummy in the... Yeah. Reducto.
0: Uh, very,
4: very good at that one. Uh, they run Reducto. through the door. Reducto. Uh, they all run through the doors. The <laughs> room is collapsing around them, uh, but this time they go through the door and then they don't go back into the hallway. They fall into a giant room uh, at the center of which there is an empty archway that has sort of like a mysterious... like. And uh, only some people can hear voices. And only some people can hear voices, which is interesting. Uh, of course... The Death Eaters were only kind of placating the kids. They all swarmed them in that cool, like, black, like, yeah. <sighs> like arrival smoke. Uh, well, it and then was when cool Har-
2: that they were also, like, grabbing them at that moment. Yeah. yeah.
4: And then when Harry gets to his feet, he looks up, and each one of his friends has been grabbed and uh, is now being held hostage by one of the Death Eaters. Um... Lucius laughs and is like, "You stupid kids! You don't know, stand a fucking chance! You know what the hell you are doing with your stupefies and your mummifies and your levitates and your... We're guardians. way past that shit. Bro. We're beyond it, bro. But to be fair, we're in the major all, like, leagues all right now.
2: Like uh, most of the adults are like beaten up, bleeding. And yeah. So like they, they did, took a they couple did, cuts. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they, yeah there is sure. that
4: one dude with the beard that got fucked up. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, of course, Harry's like, "Fine, uh, you got me. Touche." He hands it over. Uh, but bef- as he does that, uh, Lucius turns around and who does he see? Sirius Black, and he's like, "Get away from my grandson! Just..." Instead of
1: using
3: gotcha.
4: his wand, just fucking punches him right in the face,
3: oh, yeah. which is great.
1: But I did—I this moment wasn't
4: as cool as I wanted it to be. What? Uh, uh, that wasn't, wasn't as cool. But the second, the thing that happens afterward is the dopest moment that's just happened in this movie it. so far. All of the auras start coming in, riding fucking waves of white light. Yeah, yeah. that, that shit's and cool. Cool. it is dope. And they kick off the scene and they just start blowing each other up to smithereens, and it is the coolest fucking wizard fight we've ever seen in our lives,
2: with the exception of like Malfoy getting shot, where he goes. Right before. Nah. It's like, why?
4: They blow <laughs> everyone away. Protect yourself. <laughs> uh, it looks like they're actually doing well. Uh, Sirius has an interesting, like, a great line here that I thought was very, very touching where he says, Goodwin James. Oh, Just so mistaking his son for, it's, uh, for his it's friend. It's
5: one of the very few things the uh, movie actually added that the book didn't have. Really? The, that yeah. theme is in the book, but, like, that line was never said. So that that was, like, line is so
4: fucking really good. Cool. It's, yeah. it's heartbreaking. Yeah of course it is it's right before of course bittersweet because as they start to get the upper hand uh, Bellatrix Lestrange comes out of the shadows and hits Sirius with the Avada Kedavra curse that knocks him back into the archway and he disappears presumably dead uh, he's carried away into uh, whatever was on the other side this. of that and way too and fast really, really it cool. happened so fast
0: that's and how it like, happened like, oh shit they're just
4: sticking to it yeah. didn't did not expect that at all. And Harry's like, "Fuck, I'm gonna kill her now!" and goes after her. And, uh, and as she's chanting and singing, "I killed Sirius Black." Uh, I think he uses the Cruciatus Curse to stop her.
5: Yeah, he he tries to, he but tries it doesn't, to. He doesn't really, uh, but it, it doesn't, doesn't have- really affect her because. One of the points that I think he was taught in Goblet of Fire is that you really have to mean it when well, you use the unforgivable. Well, and that's, backed up, that's
4: backed up by yeah. Voldemort, oh, okay, who shows okay. up and says, you've got to mean it. Yeah. She, killed, she killed him. She deserves it, but you got to mean it, man. Your you're, 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 you're child's play here. and We're playing at the big boy level. Uh, and then, of course, we get to, this is the chapter that I was talking about earlier, where he's like, shit, I've just been outsmarted. Dumbledore's here. He's, or, uh, Voldemort's here. He's about to kill me. And then who should come in through the flu network? Dumbledore, motherfucking Dumbledore, and it just—and he calls him Tom too, which I love. I love. love, it. yeah, I so love. He's yeah, like, right. you made a mistake, Tom. The orders are on their so way. So fucking good. And like soon they'll know. And he's like, I didn't make shit, man. I'll be gone by then, and no one's gonna know. They're still Dude, not gonna believe you.
2: Bellatrix's like exit too, was really rad. She, oh yeah,
4: like, slid on slides the back Backwards into and then the- gone very very cool so cool some notable moments in this uh, this fight which is just amazing again all diegetic sounds no music underneath it Voldemort breathes that the giant basilisk's fire which Dumbledore like uses and like slashes at like he had the 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 sword of uh, Godric Gryffindor uh, they do the cool water thing which encases him uh, V fires back with all the glass and then Dumbledore uses the shield to turn so it into sand cool. uh, and then of course Dumbledore uh, realizes, or Voldemort realizes that he has one final card to play and says you've lost old man as he disappears and reappears in Harry's mind uh, and Harry starts reliving his worst memories, so weak, so vulnerable Uh, and then Dumbledore gets down and whispers to him
3: it isn't (laughs) how you are alike, it's how
4: you are not alike uh, and then Harry starts seeing memory happy memories of his friends uh, as they come in. He, he looks over and he sees his friends come in. Then he starts thinking of all the happy memories he's had. And then he goes, he w- tells Voldemort, "You're the weak one. You've never known love or friendship, and I feel sorry for you." Uh, and then we get sucked backwards. Cool visually here, with the exception of the weird like Voldemort. Like, <laughs> um, that
5: that's another Tobey Maguire like walk on it's the bad. fucking screen. I don't know
4: sucks. why they in- included those. It's I so bad. It was
5: funny. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was meant to be. We get sucked
4: backwards through Harry's memory as he breaks the image. I, I like the image of him break, like he's looking through. The, the Mirror of Eris had, mm-hmm. and he's seeing Voldemort with his face on it, and then he just punches it, and he breaks it. And he's like, I'm not like you. I won't be no. you. Uh, which is great. Bitch. Uh, and then uh, Voldemort comes back into reality and stands above him and says, you're a fool, Harry, and you will lose everything. Just then, of course, the Aurors arrive, led by Cornelius Fudge uh, via the flu Network, and Cornelius Fudge looks up and goes, shit, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, no, getting it now, but yeah, it's no. Hot. Uh, which of course then the uh, daily prophet we start getting we see the daily prophet has vindicated dumbledore and harry potter proclaiming that the dark lord has risen once again back at hard uh harry packs his trunk for the end of the school year he speaks with dumbledore one final time and harry feels uh that, it, that all this was his fault but dumbledore explains like no it was my fault i made a bad choice uh it was only a matter of time before uh voldemort figured out the connection and used it against us so i thought by distancing myself from you uh it'd be less tempting but that was just the wrong choice uh harry figured out the prophecy means that one of them has to die uh and dumbledore is, uh was like yeah we wanted to keep that from you because that's a really kind of hard thing to live with uh we did not want you to suffer but probably would have been a really good motivator for harry to train a little harder for those owls if you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. uh and then uh we see luna at the very very end putting up posters people stole all of her stuff She's like it's all good fun, but since it's the end of the year, I, 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 you know I need myself back. We see her shoes hanging up on the rafter. Um, they're so mean to her. They're so fucking mean. It's like fucked up. Uh, Harry offers to it's, help her. It's
0: really weird. I don't like her character. I don't really like her. She's even weird in this movie, not knowing all the she's weird. extra shit. She's wearing the book too.
6: Okay, yeah, you start, like, you start she's to a love
0: her. weird girl. Extra weird. Where it's just like, okay, why?
6: Uh, like she, she, think she's. I think she's adorable. I think I think well, she's yeah, she's
1: just yeah, like a very like. Again, she's very endearing to me, yeah. like where, you know, she's aware that she's kind of being bullied, but kind of not really. I don't know. I think and and she, her I think dad
5: is like the head of the Quibbler, which is like this magazine well, that's all about like rumors and shit like that. So she has grown up. She's been raised by this person who like kind of make things up to like sell magazines and shit. So she grows up believing that. I mean, like I think he Nardles, believes. Yeah, no, like Nardles. He be- yeah, he believes all this shit, too. Nardles. But he's like all of these like creatures and like weird shit like. Yeah, like she's she the type would,
1: that's like, well, I don't have a cell phone because it gives you
0: brain tumors, and are yeah. like, well, that's not like. I mean, but she believes it, you know. Yeah, I just think it's another good example of like she should have been in other movies, so that when she is here, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's what's happening
2: for the future now.
4: Yeah, and yeah. that's fair, but just in this movie, just felt really out of place. Mm. Uh, Harry, of course, helps her. He's like, hey, I can uh, offers to help her find her stuff, and she says, you know what, that's all right. The things we lose have a way of coming back to us in the end, if not always uh, the way we expected. And she goes, I think I'll we'll go have some pudding just says i don't care i don't care about my stuff she's
2: she's younger right she's jenny's age yeah she's so i think that's uh, why Jenny-ed-er. we don't get
5: more of her. Previously. Yeah, a, a yeah we don't meet back. her until this yeah. book uh, as well.
1: Yeah, I do. I do like that conversation though, like where Harry's just like trying to help her. Like hey, are she's you like sure
5: it's okay, and, like
4: we can just go yeah. a different way. It's really, it's really, really cute. That. Yeah, uh, the kids, uh, the whole gang walks back. Now we've got the crew together, so th- so it's not just the three of them. Now we've got Neville and Luna and all those people behind them, uh, Ginny as well. Uh, they walk back toward the Hogwarts Express, uh, and then uh, even though we've got a fight ahead of us, we've got one thing uh, Harry mentions. Even though we've got a fight ahead of us, we've got one thing Voldemort doesn't. We've got something worth fighting for. Uh, and the whistle blows On the Hogwarts Express As the kids climb aboard True true That oh. is the end
1: There's some good in this world Frodo
4: And it's worth fighting for mm-hmm. <laughs> But at the end We're just gonna go To this weird place
0: it's <laughs> called <laughs> heaven <think>. Fucking God, <laughs> to heaven Boss baby I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, I
3: you, got it. you I got like you
1: You're an idiot uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Boss babies He read the books No you gotta Bob. do it again Do it again Come on, Boss Babies Book Corner, Boss Babies,
4: Hey wrote the books. What's
5: go. up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Boss Babies Book Corner, a podcast within a podcast where I share the most important details from the Harry Potter books that were cut from the movies. My name is Barrett Courtney, and this week we are talking about Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, which comes in Timothy at 870 fucking pages. It's
0: a big old book. That thing is chonky.
5: It's chonky, and it's the chonkiest book in the entire series, and the the, the time that this movie came out was the shortest movie of the series, but then it gets uh, beaten by, I think, seven part two. But it always blew my mind that this was the longest book and at the time, the shortest fucking movie, and it drove me and several other people insane. Uh, Detail number one, let's just get into it. Uh, This is kind of more of like a vague thing. Uh, The major thing I think is lost in the adaptation from movie or from book to movie is uh we don't get harry's like inner dialogue or inner thoughts at all uh and i think that was really a detriment to this movie uh, specifically because this movie is a lot or this book was a lot about isolation and depression and we don't really get a lot of like harry's specific um kind of uh the things that he is, like, personally dealing with. Like, it, it gets weirdly adapted. So, to me, he kind of comes off, like, more, like, whiny and it doesn't make sense and all this stuff. Whereas I feel like because we get his, like, inner thoughts in the book, it, it makes more sense of, like, why he's feeling uh, the ways that he is feeling. Uh, but anyway, let's move on to actual details. Detail number two, when Harry gets expelled, Vernon, Uncle Vernon plans on kicking him out for using magic against his son and Petunia then gets a howler that screams remember my last Petunia which is co- which convinces Petunia to let Harry stay implying that she knew more about the wizarding world than she was letting on especially when she lets slip that she knows what a Dementor is like Harry's describing like uh, Dementor and she like finishes like one of his sentences and he's like how do you know this and uh, she kind of mentions right. this uh, story of like her and uh, her sister when they're kids knowing quote that horrible boy unquote who like told him stories about Dementors and whatnot and uh, she doesn't say it specifically, but she's implying that she's talking about Harry's dad. Uh, we then learn later on that Dumbledore was the one who sent the howler to Petunia. He had sent her uh, when he had dropped off Harry as a baby. He had like also left a letter. And in that letter, he explained a lot of things. And this is a question that you've had throughout the series, Tim. Of why does Harry keep living with the Dursleys? We learn, li- uh, we learn that the reason why Harry was sent to live with the Dursleys is that the protection his mother gave him still lives in Petunia's blood. Uh, Lily's only remaining uh, relative. So as long as Harry is underage and call the and can call the Dursleys' house a home, Voldemort cannot harm him there. Petunia knows all of this, and it's why she like let Harry live with them.
0: Would be real nice too. Pretty cool. Somehow yeah, pretty cool. Said that yeah. and it, like
5: yeah, yeah that's like very important, like lore stuff, but it's also like kind of a cool character moment of like, even though they've been shitty to Harry like his entire life, like, Petunia still accepted it and like she still had this moment of recognition of like, this was my sister and this is my nephew and I've got to do what I can to protect him even though like I hate wizarding. Whatever. But this uh, was this was this the book where, they,
4: where she talks about like is because they very humanized at one point she gets very humanized. That's definitely hollows. Is that definitely hollows? Okay,
1: that would have been cool to know. Yeah, yeah, just
4: uh, like just like we found out that uh, you
1: know, um, gosh, uh, fucking things. Harry's mistake. dad is like okay. was fucking with Snape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
5: but he was like a straight well, up bully and shit. Like that. that yeah. This
4: is the first time I think you've seen that, and I think that does get. More explored later. No, yeah, that's what I mean. Like we found that out. I would have loved to learn. We never find this out in the the movies. Uh, uh,
5: Detail number three: Why the fuck would they willingly fly in front of muggles right after Harry got in trouble for performing magic in front of a muggle? They make a point. They go up in the clouds and fly above the clouds. I know it's probably not an interesting scene to kind of shoot, but don't go to don't go against the fucking logic of what the story you're telling. Uh, Detail number four: uh, Mm -hmm. Percy. You might have noticed that Percy Weasley was actually like working for the Ministry and shit. Uh, Percy Weasley had a falling out with his family uh, since he also. doesn't believe Harry and Dumbledore uh, because he openly opposes his family he is given a promotion at the ministry to work uh, right next to Fudge he actually used to work for Barty Crouch Sr. in Goblet of Fire and the whole mystery of like Barty Crouch Sr. like missing stuff like uh, Percy would be like sent in his stead and all that stuff but yeah Little, little things like that. Uh, detail number five. Creature, the house elf's role, is almost entirely cut. There's a point where Sirius yells at him to get out, which uh, Creature interprets as leaving the house. He then goes to see uh, some of the, the other uh, black family members, like uh, Bellatrix Lestrange and uh, Narcissa, who is uh, Mel- Bellatrix's sister and also Malfoy's mom.
0: Is Narcissa um, a good one?
5: Narcissa is Malfoy's mom, so no. Yeah. no that was um, a joke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But he was also bound by, like, House Elf rules to, like, not say anything about the Order of the Phoenix, so he can't reveal anything. But he helps with the plan to uh, lead Harry to the ministry. So after Harry gets the vision of, like, Sirius being at the ministry, of course, Hermione's like, yo, we need to confirm, like, double confirm this with someone before we, like, go all the way out there. And uh, they actually, like, go through, like, the flu network, like, communication thing. And instead of, and they try to hit up uh, Grimald Place, but instead of Sirius answering, it's uh, Creature, and Creature's like, ah, like, my matcher left, and he's never coming back, and he's not long for this world, but in reality, Sirius is, like, downstairs or some shit, so, like, Creature fed into, like, that whole reason of why, like, all of these events happened. Uh, detail number six Ginny is a badass and actually has a personality in the books Uh, this movie is really bad at doing that Uh, detail number seven St. Mungo's Hospital isn't in the movie which is where uh, Mr. Weasley is sent after he gets attacked by the snake and it's unfortunate because we get a fun bit where he tries to like heal his bite with like muggle stitches and whatnot and it's like a funny little bit but then we also get a cameo from Gilderoy Lockhart who is still like deeply affected by his memory charm and then we also uh, meet Neville and his grandma here who are uh, visiting his parents. So we actually, like, meet his parents who, like, we physically see, like, we're super so fucked up and, and whatnot. And, Isn't yeah, this where
2: she, she gives him the button?
5: Yeah, she just, like, kind of gives him the button as, like a like, a little present or whatever. And you really get the sense of, like...
2: And, like, later you see him, like he still
5: has it and it's like like you can tell
2: that it means a lot to him and it's like
5: fuck this is intense. Uh, Detail number eight we learned that Umbridge was the one who actually sent the Dementors after Mm -hmm. Harry to silence him because Harry was going against the the Ministry and what the Ministry wanted and she's like one of them crazy bitches who would be like yeah I'm gonna send Dementors after you. Mm -hmm. Um, And then detail number nine the Department of uh, Mysteries fight in the book is way more dire. There's a bunch more rooms like there's a room with a pool of brains that are like floating around. There's like a room that's like fucking with time and they they break it. all the time turners. Yeah. They break all the time turners, but that breaking. they like push like this, uh, uh, death eater into the time thing, but it's only his head. So his head comes out. It's like just a baby. So it's a baby head on a full man body. He's like running around thank and like fu- fucking people bunch. up. There's like a moment where we think like Luna is dead. There's a moment where like Ron gets hit by a curse that makes him like really stupid. And he like puts his hand into the pool with all I the brains imagine, and like the no brain starts at, like <laughs> And the brain starts like fucking attacking him and all that stuff. Uh, but anyway, I thought that all that would have been really cool to see in a movie. Uh, detail number 10, Sirius wasn't hit by the killing curse, but was actually just uh, knocked back through the veil, uh, which was like much more terrifying because like just because he was, like, kind of, like, pushed back into it, like, Harry goes on the other uh, side to, like, see if he's still there, and he's, like, not, he's gone, and it's, like, kind of this accepted thing of, like, that is, like, a weird portal to the afterlife and death and whatnot, so, it's yeah.
4: can terrifying. Um, well, don't they make a point, too, where he's, like, I'll just go through and get him, and Lupin, like, no, you yeah, can't go, yeah, yeah, he, has, he it, stops like, him. Lupin's, like, holding him back. Yeah. Uh, and he's, and like, then, but I, he's just on the know, other like, right, and he's, like, you guys, you can't go there. Yeah. They
2: never, they never say, but, like, or maybe they do, but like they in the book they explain they're in the Department of Mysteries and this is one of the like super mysterious rooms. Yeah, where like, like some crazy
5: thing is people are experimenting on stuff yeah. and whatnot. So when you're going through all these rooms of like, why the fuck is there a pool with like brains in it? Like you really get the sense of like, what the fuck are these people working on? Like it's really weird. Uh, and then the final detail I have is uh, Harry and Dumbledore's, Dumbledore's entire meeting after Sirius' death is like completely different. Like Nick said in the movie, Harry's like, Oh it's my fault and then Dumbledore is like, Oh no, it's my fault. Oh I don't know know. how to emote because it's my fault and then like oh yeah the prophecy means that like one of us has to die at the end right yeah and then that's the scene in the fucking book like Harry is furious and like breaking shit and screaming at Dumbledore of like he's blaming Dumbledore like all oh, this was on fucking you you made these decisions and Dumbledore's like silently crying like i yeah i made these mistakes and i'm fucking sorry uh and then the like other thing yeah we learned Trelawney was the one who made the prophecy uh we learned that uh he has a
2: backup prophecy too or he has the original prophecy in his office
5: no well he he was like made it so yeah he can like weirdly like recite it or whatever uh we learned that um we learned like, implications of the prophecy of, like, Harry could walk away from this destiny, but he would just have to accept that one day, if he doesn't prepare for this, Voldemort will be more likely to be able to kill him and all this shit. Uh, we learned that one of Voldemort's spies uh, had overheard the prophecy being made, uh, but only, like, the first half of it and whatnot, and that's why, like, Voldemort immediately went to, like, go attack Harry, because if he had heard the second half, maybe he would, like, w- would have waited and all this shit. And then uh, one of the we'll things... I know the spies later. Uh, and so they talk about how
4: also Trelawney was that's why he kept her around yeah right?
5: like he knew like she wasn't a great he like, she sucked, uh, but yeah. she did
4: the one prophecy where he's like yeah. maybe she'll be useful and like maybe you know? she we does need that other
5: prophecy later in. and then like maybe we need to protect her and stuff and then the last thing uh, you might have noticed him Harry's name wasn't actually like mentioned in the prophecy itself when it was being made uh, and that's because uh, Harry wasn't the only child who fit the description of the prophecy and Voldemort actually had to choose between Harry and Neville Longbottom Neville mm. Longbottom was like the other candidate for this and something that Dumbledore points out is that Voldemort chose the wizard who came from more of a half blood uh, family, like Voldemort did, because Voldemort's dad is a muggle, uh, rather than going after the child who came from a pure blood family. So, like, already early on, like, Voldemort had already seen, like, there's something here with this kid of like why I need to take him down. But yeah, there you but go. But it was
4: also like luck of the draw, right? Where he's just like, ah, it's gonna be one of these kids, so I'll just choose one, and that, and that, that and because it could have been Neville.
5: Yeah, it, it could have been Neville, but Dumbledore points out the fact that, like, Voldemort chose the child who came from more of a half-blood uh, background. Right. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up this week's uh, episode of Lost <coughs> Baby's Book Corner. What are some of your favorite details that I couldn't get to? Leave them in the comments below, because, yeah, this was a long one and a short movie. Uh, but so while, you're, while, too. Uh, while you're at it, why don't you give this uh, video a like, uh, share with your friends who also love Harry Potter, and subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. I'll see you next week for another episode of Book Corner, but until then... Crucio.
0: Now it's time for the golden snitches, get stitches, the cool Greg effect. Oh, I love that. That's great. That's even better. Hasn't it been at the whole time? Yeah, yeah. it's been at the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, really? Should, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Cool Greg, what you got for me? Hey I man, I fuck with Voldemort super tough. baby. I want to put some
4: focus on when JK Rowling finished making this writing this movie or whatever, she caught a tag in her hotel room and they left it there. That's pretty fucking dope. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's really cool. Man. Thank That's you. That's really cool. Thank All you, right. Cool Greg. I don't
1: know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> <inaudible> <rolling>. <inaudible> 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 oh my god. <inaudible> welcome Take to it Rad up. Guys. Fine. There was nothing in there. Welcome to Rad Guys Talk Bad Guys. My name is Andy Cortez, joined by my co host Nick Scarpino. We're here to we're a couple Rad guys here to rank some, bad, some guys. bad guys. So far, the list is Baby V and the Funky Bunch, Serious Demotiers, Tom Elvis Judas Orvoldi, Hat Guy and Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Where should Umbridge and Voldemort
4: go? I think number one. To me, number one. Yeah, they're number Good one. Draw. Just for the, just from the the, just the performance that the the actor did did it's phenomenal. She she brought that character to life and all of that's haunting. Uh, abilities and it's just perfect. And yeah. we
0: still get Voldemort in the Funky Punch.
4: We do get Voldemort. Yeah, we get, Funky get the Bunch. funkiest one. We get the Death Eaters. Also, we
0: get all Bellatrix. that. Stuff. Yeah. We get Bellatrix. Yeah.
4: Bellatrix was strange. This Re- is really just horrifying
1: all- group of people. But I do think that like if Bellatrix was any lesser of a character, this you know I think this movie would have been super weak. Yeah. But she, uh, it was just perfectly played. She made you hate her. Uh, she gave you reason. Wait, to you're hate talking about her? Umbridge. Umbridge, Umbridge. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. I was um, like, Matt,
4: Bellatrix really impacted yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. From the five minutes she was on screen.
1: Um, yeah. The uh, I, I just thought her performance was fucking off the charts. She's great. Yeah, yeah. great. great. Fantastic. Really makes yeah. you
4: feel it for sure.
1: That's Rad guys talk. Bad guys follow us on Ragu Bagu Vids on Twitter.
4: If you want to support that on Patreon, eight hundred bucks. Somehow. Yeah, just give it to seven me. And and that's off. it. A pocket. Hit me with the haiku in review please
1: Seven okay. syllables in the middle You need five for the first and last line If you're not poetic no need to fret it Haikus don't need to rhyme haiku, haiku, in in haiku in review Haiku in review
0: Everybody now read Tim Ladies and gentlemen you can go to patreon.com Slash kind of funny to support And write in with your review in haiku form just like Clay Harden did Clay Harden says fudge is a coward Fuck you Dolores Umbridge it's time to fight back. Jared Miller says, this book is the longest. The film is the shortest one. How did this happen? <laughs> How indeed. I'm glad it was this short, though. Daniel mm. Edmonds mm. says, why is there a pick of fudge on Umbridge's desk? They banging or what? He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Baby laughs> just loves him. Loyalty. Uh Fudge is giving her that fudge. <laughs> Beesonel oh, no. says, Sirius is Yeah, God, Nick. <laughs> Sirius <laughs> is dead. Like
2: pooping on her chest. Or? Dumbledore Whoa, is confusing.
0: Magical. Harry Luna ship. Um, Oh you're you're shipping Harry and Luna KCW says Umbridge is the worst Centaurs are hella dope Jenny's a bad bitch I think you mean Jenny Ginny. Yeah. It says Ginny.
3: Ginny. Oh. Jenny. <laughs> she's a
1: bad bitch. She's a really big fan of Forrest Gump. Yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, she's doing coke in the 70s and like banging a bunch of dudes and and she gets AIDS and she expects Forrest Gump to still beat with her. It's Damn, crazy. He does because he's a good guy.
0: Yeah, It's like sad. And but also just kid. an You're idiot. Like, the kid have AIDS? Like we don't idiot. know. Now yeah. it's time to rank the yeah. Harry Potter universe. Bear, can you please bring there's this a, up? There's a sequel. Currently, number one, Goblet of Fire. Number two, Prisoner of Azkaban. Number three, Sorcerer's Stone. Number four, Chamber of Secrets. Gentlemen. Where would you want to put this movie?
2: It's a tricky one, man, because this one uh, it gets better the more we talk about it, and it's moving up my rankings I think significantly.
4: Hmm. I want to put this at like number two. That's I what I was thinking. That's I what put I was thinking at number three. The last Azkaban. fight, the last the couple last fights, fights, were so just good. make this movie so cool. Yep. And I really do think this is a movie that opens up the greater like wizarding world and really establishes all the characters. Um, granted, that's just the book itself. But like I love that Neville is a real character now. Ginny's starting to be a real character. Uh, we fleshed out the gang of, of like ride or die Dumbledore's army. Uh, we get a lot of lore in this. And just those last couple fights are just really, really cool.
0: Yeah. I put it as number two as well. Like I just feel like it's going in the direction of what I like about mm-hmm. this series and minimizing a lot of the stuff that I don't like. Um, the, the, them being more grown up and like fighting back and like learning how to like the whole idea of it's a war and like, we're building towards an inevitable, huge fight with these guys. I'm so hyped, uh, to see where the, these movies go, but I thought this one did a really good job of keeping me interested. And I love the government school level democracy, like weird shit going on. Very, very interesting and didn't expect these movies to go that direction i love how long it took us to get to hogwarts in the beginning but it still kept me interested every other movie i hated in the beginning when it's like let's just get to hogwarts and like let's go and this one was like them out of hogwarts was just as interesting and they really built the world love the look of the um the subway and the minute all the ministry of magic stuff it's just like i believe in it it's finally the thing where my oh this is as cool as you're making it sound instead of it being kind of like weird and quirky and this one does finally doesn't feel little kid it feels like we're making real movies
1: yeah, um, I, don't, I I agree with all of your points I, I really dig the I intro I just think you're completely wrong I just, yeah. I just, I just think you're an I asshole I agree with all that dumb. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I just still didn't find this as enjoyable as Azkaban I feel like Azkaban is still the one that I, I feel like Azkaban is going to be my you know how Nick felt about the first Iron Man and Fast and Furious and stuff like that This Azkaban is that for me where I felt like that was the most special one to me uh, so I still have this one at uh, number three I'll put this at number three Cool, Greg. Oh.
0: i put
4: it at number three as
3: well.
0: Mm. All right, well, it's time to vote then. Who thinks it's better than Chamber of Secrets? Raise your hand. Everyone, raise their hand. Who thinks it's better than Sorcerer's Stone? Raise your hand. Everyone, raise their hand. Who thinks it's better than Prisoner of Azkaban? Raise your hand. Tim, Nick, and Kevin, raise your hand. Ladies and gentlemen, the new ranking of the Harry Potter universe is number one, Goblet of Fire. You didn't go for number one, though. Well, yeah, but... Oh. Yeah, you all you know, think it could. It's, sure. I guess you're right. You think it's better than Goblet of Fire? Raise your hand. No. No one. None of us raise our hand. You're right. <laughs> good you're job, right. Andy. Yeah, yeah. The new rankings are number one, Goblet of Fire, number two. The fuck's this movie called. Order of the Phoenix. Number three. Prisoner of Azkaban number four. Sorcerer's Stone. Number five. Chamber of Secrets. Next week, we return with Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Ah,
4: it's almost over.
0: Sounds cool as fuck. Damn, dude, I'm <laughs> shocked. Like I thought I
2: I thought it'd be four three Five. but I mean, right. This is number
1: one yeah. for Barrett. He loves this movie. No. He said don't
2: joke yeah. no. He, no. he said he
1: asked you not to
2: joke about it. Ladies <can't> and gentlemen,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: until next week. Wingardium Adiosa